It's M Class Podcast. Yeah, boy. Get tested on your lunch break. Woo! Penis inspection day. Woo! I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And if you don't know about this podcast, it is a podcast where we get together and talk about Star Trek. It's a Star Trek pod fun cast. It is a it is a fun cast. It's a it's more of a fun cast than a podcast. I don't even know what a pod is. Like that's the misnomer about podcasts, right? Like iPod, that's for iPod. Really? That's where it comes from? But I don't think that's where it comes from. I think it stands for something. Oh. I think that's what people think. I think we we all know that we're dumb now, because nobody knows where that came from. Nobody knows. It's a mystery to everyone. Fuck. <laughs> Who even knows where? <laughs> we, we sit down and talk about a piece of Star Trek uh, fiction every so often... I'm not going to mm-hmm. say every week or every two weeks, because we've been real bad about that. Every X amount of time, a uh, podcast comes out of our mouths. And it goes right into your ear holes. <laughs> With no editing whatsoever. <laughs> There's commercials in it. Do you like the commercials? I love the commercials. I think they they're fucking laugh, great. They make me laugh, man. They Dude. make me laugh. Like, I love that, though. Like I love that in a in a show, like just an old commercial. I love yeah. that shit. It makes it seem like we put effort into the podcast. <laughs> we put some effort. You put effort into it. I don't know I mean, about... <laughs> we put like a 10% effort into this. That's true. We use 10% of our brains, so we put That's 10% of effort. That's also not true. We use a way more That's than our brains. That's totally true. Oh, it's true for me. It's raining out here, so you can hear all the drunk drivers driving by in the rain. Oh, God. That's how you roll. If Josh just stops talking, a drunk driver is plowed through his house into him. No, I'm on the second floor. I'll be all right. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll just be hanging off the side of his house. Help me! Help me! <laughs> anyway. Help me! Anyway, this week, yeah. uh, month, we, uh, we watched Star Trek Nemesis, which is... The Journey is... Home. Wait, no. <laughs> No. Star Trek Nemesis. That's the name Close of the enough. movie. Close enough. Star Trek Nemesis, which was released on the 13th of December, 2002. I saw this in the movie theater. God, you're so old. 2002? I was like 19 years old like when this movie came out. You were like 35 years old. I'm 34, <laughs> but close. You, I think you said 35 to make it sound like I sounded old, but no. I'm very close to Look, being Look, sir, I said you were 35 when oh, the film oh, came I out. Oh, I was. Well, how old are you? I'm 30. <laughs> oh, my God, you're a baby. Yeah, yeah, I definitely am. Babies in a basket. Ba- babies in a basket. <laughs> what is it? Bastard in a basket. That's what it is. That's what I am. From uh, There Will Be Blood, which is a fine Star Trek movie. That's my favorite Star Trek movie, actually. <laughs> About the villain. About uh, the villain Shinzon. Shinzon. <laughs> God. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> this movie was written by uh, John Logan, uh-huh. who uh, wrote a lot of bullshit. What, is, what else did he do? I'm clicking on him right now. Uh, he wrote... Uh, he actually wrote some good movies. He wrote uh, Gladiator. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wrote the screenplay for Gla- That's cool. He That's a good movie. The Aviator. Uh, yeah, good movie. Uh, Sweeney Todd. No, he also good. wrote bad movies, such as The Last Samurai. Oh, he wrote Skyfall. 
Oh man, he's he's actually he created Penny Dreadful. Oh my God, Penny Dreadful! I've seen Damn. approximately like fifteen episodes of Penny Dreadful, not in a row, and I have no <laughs> idea what that show is about. There's a Frankenstein, I know that. Shit, I gotta watch this. There's a fucking Frankenstein. For for anyone who doesn't know, I fucking love Frankenstein. I love Frankenstein's plural so much. My it, uncle's one of those guys who's like, it's Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> you know what I love to pull out when people say that shit to me? He's a Frankenstein. He was his son. Yeah. yeah. He calls himself his son. What's his real name then? It's not Frankenstein's monster Yeah, what's shit his fucking face? name? What's his fucking name, Uncle Bill? What's his fucking name? His name's fucking Adam. Go suck a dick. <laughs> Read the fucking book. Read the book. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he wrote Alien Covenant for yeah. some topical. That, that's uh, coming on, out. It's it's coming out either in the past or the future, depending on when you hear this. The Last Samurai came out in 2003? Holy shit. Yeah. Don't, shit like that makes me feel old as fuck. I, I thought that was like 2008. Oh, especially man. because Episode 3, Star Wars Episode 3, came out the year I graduated high school. Yeah. That's, that was so. It feels like it wasn't that long ago. I'm so. I'm losing it, dude. I know. We're just old and we're just cranky and old, it's, which is why we do a podcast. That is true. <laughs> uh, this movie was directed by Stuart Baird, yeah. who literally directed three films. Uh, well, this was his last, right? <laughs> yes, it was. Because they were. I like, wonder why. This is terrible. He directed U.S. Marshals. The That's sequel the sequel. To yeah, The Fugitive. <laughs> And executive, executive Decision? I fucking love Executive Decision. <laughs> executive Decision, the Kurt Russell film about making real tough decisions. Dude, that movie is great. I've actually never seen it. That's a fucking great 90s action movie. We're uh, going to watch it on our other show that we'll sure, do at some point. We'll, we'll do that eventually. <laughs> um, there is a character named Rat in it, which I just found out, which is great. Yeah, it's John Leguizamo. That's, that's fitting. John Larroquette. <laughs> John Larroquette is John Larroquette plays John Leguizamo, who plays Rat. <laughs> oh, how interesting! <laughs> <laughs> I love that image. For anyone who doesn't know, the fucking Josh made an image that is going to get posted every time a John Larroquette fight comes up. <laughs> I was like, this is a perfect picture of him for Dude, this. I don't know if you've been on our Twitter recently, and this is fucking we're tangenting like nine times, yeah, it's fine, five it's minutes fine. into the podcast, That's but. Fine. Uh, there is a John Larroquette fax Twitter that has existed before our podcast. Oh my god. And they st just started tweeting John Larroquette fax at us. I didn't know this. There's no like idea. eight of them in a row in our mentions. Oh my god. I haven't been on uh, the M-Class Twitter in a couple of days. Dude, uh, apparently his favorite curse word is fuckwad. It's a pretty good one. That is his favorite curse word. Not a bad one, if you're going to no. go with one. That is your John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. Uh, this podcast is terrible. Anyway, <laughs> so why don't we just jump into this film? How did this uh, movie fucking start, even? I don't even remember. Uh, it starts on Romulus when uh, right. Shenzon's agent murderizes all the... The Thaleron radiation. Yeah. They open up the uh, weird mind machine that the Riddler had in Batman Forever. Yeah, it's the uh, it's like a little purse that kills everyone. Yeah, and it fucking shoots out fairy dust that turns everybody into stone. The Praetor is like, did somebody fucking leave their clutch here? <laughs> I'm the Praetor of Romulus. 
Josh, you're not allowed to use that voice anymore. Oh, shit, they're gonna <laughs> fire me! <laughs> you know you're not allowed to use that voice. That voice is copywritten, dude. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's copywritten. That's actually true. It's <laughs> copywritten 2002 Josh Anderson. <laughs> or oh, whatever. Um, yeah, what is what is the commander's name that does that, or is it some sort of a... Um, I don't know. It's a it's a praetor who does that, right? It's a, a praetor. I think is the senator. the head of the senate, right? Yeah, it's like Senator it's, Talora. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she comes back. I don't think she does she's, anything. She's she's the one who's like, "What's wrong with his face?" That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my favorite line in the movie. What's what happened to his face? Ew! What the fuck is wrong with that guy's face? Like everybody's talking Star Trek talk. Like the Thaler on radiation is gonna penetrate the shield. And she's like, yeah. "Ooh, what the fuck happened to your face?" Yeah, she's like, she's like, no, like no, like other interest. <laughs> Just cuts in. <laughs> Ew. Dude, you got shit all over your fucking face. Oh, this Ew. human is a disgusting piece of shit. Yeah, he. She's right. She's got a point. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. But anyway, everybody on the Senate dies, right? Yeah, like, it's a coup d'etat, bitch. Yeah. It just seems like everybody's, like, I don't know, melting or whatever. Like, they're getting acid eaten. Yeah. The Praetor turns into stone and hits the floor and shatters. Yeah, they really... In in the new Star Trek movies, they really, really liked the idea that certain liquids or radiation melt you. (laughs) Yeah, that is a big... Like they really like that in this. You don't just get like super cancer. You don't get sick. Yeah, you just turn into a stone. You turn into the trolls from the Hobbit. Yeah. Oh, there's a fucking. There's something I wanted to point out that uh, no one on Earth cares about but me. Okay. (laughs) At the beginning of this movie, uh, there's a little title come up with like a water droplet that turns into text, which is dumb. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the font is the least Star Trek font I've ever seen in my entire life. Let me bust it out right here. Oh, you know the name of the font? No, I had the movie open. I want to see the Uh, font. I don't remember the font. It's like it was written by a child. You know how like children write the R backwards or like turn letters around? It's supposed to look Romulan-y, I think. I see it. It looks shittily, is what it looks it's, like. Yeah, it's not great. It's 2002. Movies in this time were bad because 9 mm. 11 happened and everyone forgot how to be fun for a couple of years. Uh, eventually, we'll get over that someday. Yeah, one of these days, we'll stop remembering so hard. Never forget. How about forget a little bit? No, never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think I don't this know. Is, this is good for our podcast, though, that we're talking about 9-11. It always comes up. <laughs> it's, if you never forget, it has to come up sometime. Yeah, well, how are we supposed to like never forget if we don't bring it up on our Star Trek podcast, guys? Never come on. five get. <laughs> Six never five eight get. Oh, my God. <laughs> this man will never forget. He's fucking going hard on never forgetting. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> It goes to the Enterprise, right? Yes. And, uh, actually, no, it doesn't go to the Enterprise. That's not until later. The Enterprise does not appear for a little while. It goes to a planet of some sort. Is it Earth? Uh, I don't remember that. It goes to a planet because it's the wedding. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess I always thought it was Earth. Yeah, I thought it was Earth, I guess. Because Crusher is there, Wesley. Oh, yeah, it's in Alaska because that's where Riker's from. Yeah, is that where it's supposed to be for real? Yeah, I think so. That's cool. 
But uh, it's like <laughs> Picard gives like the most standard best man yeah. toast, which is hilarious. Also, why like, is he the best man? Like, really? It's kind of Picard and Riker have like a ton of respect for each other, and they're like, yeah, they're, that's true. They're friends, but like sometimes they're more like co-captains, which is weird. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a little bit like. Asking your boss to be your best mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. even if you had a really great working relationship, you don't have like any other friends. Right. You couldn't have asked Worf. Those guys yeah. love each other. You couldn't have asked Jordy. You guys hang out all the fucking time. Hey, you're always fixing stuff together. <laughs> you like. It seems like you're good friends, but you're only allowed to have one best friend in fiction. That's, that's true. It's too you complicated. You can't have more otherwise. than one. Jordy already has a best friend, Data, so Riker <laughs> has to have Picard as his best friend. <laughs> uh, Wesley Crusher is in this film, and for he doesn't reasons. say anything. Thank God. Thank Which is great. Fucking God. Which is far more than we could ask for from uh, the new Mystery Science Theater. Uh... <laughs> God damn. Anyway, that just depressed me so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, he's in like the first two seconds of it, and it's like, oh, great, we're off to a great start, guys. Yeah, it's just him great. being involved in anything disgusts me. The self-appointed like, was... king of the nerds is here, everyone, to to prove to you how big of a nerd he is. Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. I watched um, <laughs> that new Bill Nye show. Yeah, I saw some of it, and they have this episode um, about something <laughs> science. Science. And there are these two scientists on it, like these science lecturers. Yeah. And it's like this dude and this lady. And they are the most charismatic people I've ever seen. Really? Like, Shit, I want to watch a show about them, That's right? That's cool, yeah. And the third panelist is fucking Will Wheaton. Oh my god. And every oh time he god. opens his mouth, I just fucking cringe into myself like a black hole appeared in my stomach. horrible. Like... He might have been a child actor or whatever, but he long has since forgotten how to be an actor. He's yeah. terrible. He's really fucking terrible. Also, like he probably should have just went out on drugs like other child actors. Yeah, that he probably should have robbed a Seven Eleven and got arrested and then died in prison with the guy from uh, the Jeffersons or whatever show that was. <laughs> the Jeffersons? <laughs> no, the one, the one with Gary Coleman. The... Oh, fucking look who's talking. <laughs> The one with the the kids and Mr. Drummond adopts them. Yeah, what is that what called? is that fucking called? Oh my god! Why can't I remember the name of this program? I also forget. Fuck it. Different anyway, strokes. Different strokes. Different strokes. That's what it is. Welcome to the Different Strokes Cast. <laughs> I'm your host Gary Coleman. I'm your host, the guy who got arrested. I'm your host, other Gary Coleman. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, rest oh. in peace. Oh well, I guess. Oh well. Oh well. That's, that's Josh's catchphrase at funerals. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> We're all gonna be there. Happens to the best of us. Uh, <laughs> so there's this whole wedding ceremony, right? Yeah. And Data uh, sings a song. Data sings a happy song. Never saw the sun shining so bright. <laughs> Which is uh, apparently a song he's always sang. Apparently, I don't remember it, but they tell me that he sings it a lot. (laughs) I don't remember it either, but apparently that is the defining characteristic of the character Data that lets everyone know that he's Data. That he's Data. He sings this song. Oh, that's totally Data. (laughs) Also, like, Jordy and Guinan are seated at a table together, and I'm like, when did they ever fucking, like, interact? (laughs) Oh, uh, 
when Jordy was being a little bitch about dating that girl. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, was like, Guyton, right. tell me how to stick it in. And Guyton's like, quit being a bitch. Just fucking get your pee-pee hard and put it in. <laughs> Guinan being an ancient wise sage always says pee-pee. Just get your pee-pee hard and put it in, God. What's so and He hard? was like, should I like get this girl to love me, right? And she's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, well, she's married. And she's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with you? Jordy, are you some sort of a sex pervert? What is wrong with you, Jordy? <laughs> you fucking make me sick. And she vomited all over him. <laughs> And then but she that's winked not at what the camera. In this film. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, he get, he does his fucking conjugal visit song in honor of their <laughs> conjugation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, conjugation. And Worf makes a joke about Romulan ale. Mm-hmm. And, it's too uh, much for him. He can't drink it. He can't drink. He could drink blood wine all day, every day. Yeah. but Romulan ale is too much. Can't for Can't drink him. that. How much alcohol could possibly be in it? It is nine thousand proof. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you if you drop one droplet of Romulan ale onto a planet, it will devour the entire planet. <laughs> it's like Phaleron radiation. It is. <laughs> it's, it's worse than that. That's why it's outlawed. That's true. Phaleron radiation is okay to have, I guess. No, it's theoretical. I'm I'm sure they would have outlawed it like they do everything fun. I love these like theoretical things they invent. Because on radiation. It's okay. Okay, so this this movie does a lot of stuff that the next movie will just rip off and make worse. So True. we'll talk about them when they get there. This is being one of them. The Phaleron radiation. It's like a thing. It's a MacGuffin, right? It's a, yeah. this thing does X. Yeah, and then, we don't have to explain this thing in any way, shape, or form. Right. It just does something. It just exists. What a, and that's fine. That's fucking fine. But, like, in the next movie, <laughs> I'm just getting ready for the next movie. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not. But in this movie, the, it's the Thaleron radiation that kills everybody. Yeah, it's like the edgiest way to die, too. You don't just fucking go, ugh, and it's fall metal over. You fuck. fucking, your skin burns off into your stone man. Yeah. And you uh, explode. It's cool. Cool way to die, dude. Uh, I wrote down, I have some notes here. Yeah, read the notes. I wrote down uh, specifically that Worf has put on some goddamn weight. Yeah, he's looking a little Yikes. out of shape. Yeah, how long after Deep Space Nine was this? This is three years after it. Three Jesus. or four years. I guess uh, spoilers will make you put on weight. <laughs> I guess not being on Deep Space Nine anymore made him real sad. Yeah, that's the only reason to. They liked me there. They didn't make fun of me on Deep Space Nine. They didn't constantly make jokes at my expense. I married a girl there. What the fuck? Uh, That's all behind him now. Um, (laughs) And then they get back on the ship and Worf's like, I don't want to show my dick. Yeah, because they have to do the Captain Picard's like, you're going to show that dick. You're going to show it. You're going to show it. And yeah. Worf's like, I guess I'll shoot a dick. <laughs> I'm Worf. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but... This, a thing happens. A plot happens next. A plot happens that's like a mystery plot almost inserted into the film. Yeah, it's like... Except it's resolved really quickly. It's resolved, quote unquote. Yeah, it's uh, there. It's not resolved because there was only supposed to be a certain number of Soong-type androids. Right. And there's just another one. 
And also, they never mention lore in the entire film. I was thinking about the first one. I was thinking about it, and I was like, uh, they couldn't, they couldn't use lore, right? Because he is supposed to be like Spocking him. Like this is the this is the next generation Spock rebirth story, but in Data. And what they wanted to do was they were going to make another movie where Data becomes data again in B4's body which is canonized weirdly enough by J.J. Abrams because there was a comic book that came out before the 2009 movie that talks about data captaining the Enterprise and him helping Spock use the red matter to get to wherever the fuck you know yeah damn so So it's like actually canon so it's canon it's also in the game Uh, they don't talk about it too much in the game, but it's it's like canon because of a comic book, I guess. Because J.J. Abrams is such a good movie writer, he writes movies that uh, have comic books that have to explain parts of the movie. There's a lot of that, actually. Like, yeah. the fucking... All the things that you wonder about uh, Into Darkness are explained in comics. Yeah, like, how about you fucking make a movie that explains it? Try that. Yeah. Try writing that you- in the movie. You write a fucking cohesive narrative that gives the audience all the information they need. Yeah. Try that. Try doing that, you fucking horrible piece of shit. Fuck him. <laughs> Where were we in this? I book? hate him. I also hate him. Yeah. So they find like they find the positronic signal, and that's they yeah. know that that only androids emanate that, right? And they go to the planet, planet to drive desert a cool planet to drive a cool car. <laughs> The Argo is the dumbest fucking shit. It's so, um, it's... I was thinking about why it doesn't work before the show. Like, okay, so in Star Trek, you could do anything. Like, you have a transporter. You have all this fucking shit. Like, who cares about cars, right? So when you put, like, a car scene in a movie like this, the characters should really be thinking, so what? (laughs) Right? Here's the thing about the car, right? Is that... There's a scene in Voyager, and Voyager is Voyager, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene where they're like, uh, why does it have these things on it? Right. And Tom Paris is like, oh, they're tires. You yeah. just have to drive around on them. But right. the fucking Argo happens after that. And, and it has tires, tires on it. yeah. Not only that, but the Argo doesn't make any sense. I'm going to put my fucking dork hat high on this one, right? Yeah. The Argo makes no sense in the context of the Star Trek universe. I will because... give one defense for it, but I'll okay. let you finish. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, being able to pilot a shuttlecraft, you can pilot a shuttlecraft literally almost touching the ground and yeah. go around on it. You don't need a car. Well, that's the thing. Like they 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 thought this was like a fun movie thing, but like it's like it's the same thing with fucking um, Beyond with the dirt oh, the bike. motorcycle. It's yeah. like don't do that in a Star Trek movie. Nobody cares about motorcycles or fucking cars. Nobody gives a shit. It's Star Trek. We're past all that shit. Use a f- it's, if you're gonna have really a car shoe-warned. scene. Yeah, it's it's totally shoehorned. If you're gonna have a car scene, make it be like a hover car or something. I don't know. Fuck yeah, it, dude. Make it futuristic. Yeah. If you were gonna have a like, it's shoehorned and beyond. And I will be the first person to say to take up for Beyond in some places because mm-hmm. I I think it's a decent movie. But only compared to the crap that came before it. Well, I mean, even standing on its own, I think it's a decent movie. We'll fight about that at a later date. I think it's a good movie compared to the other two. Oh, my God, Compared to the other two. (laughs) I think it's decent on its own. 
It's, but if it was on, I would leave it on. I wouldn't turn it off, so I guess. Which is, is much better than the other two films. That's true. That's true. But the motorcycle scene and beyond is super shoehorned. Yeah. But holograms. It's fun. No, no, it's not. It's not fun. It's not fun. Driving a car is not fun. I do it every day. It sucks. No. no. Um... Make it a hover motorcycle, right? I'd fucking kill right. for a Star Trek hover motorcycle. That would be balls. They do fuck. it in fucking Looper, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, not in Star Trek. No not hover in motorcycles Trek. in Star Trek. No, we have to have a regular motorcycle with tires. And then they they drive around in the Argo from like place to place. It takes seven million years for them to go from <laughs> scene to scene, finding the pieces of B4... Yeah, they're spread out, like, real it far apart. It feels like it, anyway. Yeah, it... I don't know... So, like, like later we find out why they find him. Yeah, um, but here's here's a question, right? And it's a question that's been posed by better people than I. Sure. Why is he in pieces? Um... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what does that add to the narrative in any way, shape, or form? Well, like, how does that help Shinzon's plan? What they should have done is had them had the the crew find the pieces and been like, "Where? What is going on here? Like, why is this thing in pieces? Why is it just sitting out in the open on this fucking planet that apparently they're breaking the prime directive to be on?" Oh yeah. Not like, only do they break the prime directive to go down there and get the pieces of this android, right? Which is not something anyone in Starfleet besides Admiral Janeway would ever do. Right, or they could just beam the pieces up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, they have. They say that they can't because there's like interference. Sure, or there's whatever. always electrical whatever. But fucking compensate for it. You do it all the time in the show. Yeah, just, but they have to drive the Argo, Jeff. They have yeah, to. Yeah, I guess it. you're right. We Where wrote the this film scene. Be? We wrote this whole scene with the Argo in it. We yeah. build it out of a jeep. <laughs> Yeah, they built it, quote unquote. <laughs> Fucking went to the dealership and bought it. <laughs> but uh, like he's in pieces or whatever. And not only are they breaking the prime directive by going down there, they literally start trying to murder the residents when they're chasing. Yeah, they're, like I I think they say that they're pre-warp, right? Like yeah, I don't think they, they say that they're just industrial, right? So they're shooting at these fucking guys with a fucking space gun. Like, yeah, I get that they're firing on you, right? Right. You were super breaking the prime directive. Right. By You're firing not supposed to be there. Just get the fuck out of there. Get in. Get out, man. Stop shooting them. And there's like a fucking minigun on the back. Yeah. Which is very Starfleet. <laughs> right. Which, I guess you could say, well, the Dominion War, maybe they were using them. I don't know. Yeah, I guess But, like, so, why, but why would they... Whatever. Where were they... Where would you drive that? <laughs> There's no roads anywhere. No. Nobody has roads. The Argo exists for this, like, fantasy scenario, right? right? I think Picard probably commissioned the Argo to be made because he just wanted to drive it real bad. Yeah, he... <laughs> Because, like, this is fantasy scenario that there is a planet that is flat enough with enough open <laughs> right. space to drive and a, a terrain capable of being yeah. driven on by rubber tires. To drive a car on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Picard's like, it'll happen someday. There's it'll a million someday. planets out there. We're going to find one that you can use this on. <laughs> and that's why he gets a boner immediately when they find the planet. Oh, yeah, he totally gets a super bone. <laughs> And there's this there's this pointless action scene where they're chased by what look like Remans. They look like Remans, yeah, which is weird. It's like, okay. Yeah. They even have like the glowing eyes that Remans have. 
Yeah, I will say, though, I do like the idea of Remans. I do like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a good idea. There's some, that's a that. cool thing that came out of this movie, Remans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Remans dressing like Cenobites. <laughs> Yeah, they get a little strange. They went a little over the top. In the game, they don't look like that. So they look more like they're miners, you know, like they're gruff. Yeah, like what type of outfit helps you in a mine? I'd say probably skin tight pleather probably probably help the (laughs) most. Probably like a shiny, like, like uh, what's that iridescent chrome? Oh yeah, that'll work. (laughs) Fuck! Like, did they steal those outfits when they made the ship? That they don't explain how they made. Maybe they made them and they and they don't know like it's like new money right like people who are newly rich they oh, don't yeah. know how to dress like they just dress real bad maybe that's what it is but they, <laughs> they escape with b4 and they put him back together and it's data but he's an idiot <laughs> he is a giant fucking moron he's a stupid moron who i hate i can't stand him it's annoying it's not like, cute at all it's annoying no, when a, like a forty-five-year-old man is pretending to be a tiny child, that's not cute yeah. in any way, shape, or form. It's just creepy-ish. Uh, that's that's a note I took down here. Yeah, as well is that data looks rough in HD. They're uh, they're getting older, man. And rough. It's, it's the makeup. It goes into like yeah. every little wrinkle on his face. Yeah, whatever they used to put on him, it's it's HD is not kind to anyone. Honestly, no, no it's really not. But. Uh, for it him, the worst invention for actors ever. It's the worst invention for news people. <laughs> Ooh, you watch the news and you're like, oh man, oh, you can't hide that with ten tons of makeup. That's you're just making it worse trying to hide it. <laughs> it's better to go on without makeup, honestly. I'm really not psyched to ever be on an HD film in any way, shape, or form. I was in one. I look terrible. You always look beautiful. <laughs> Let's take a break after that compliment of the week. Ooh, how complimentary. How complimentary. <laughs> All right, we will be right back after a message from our sponsors. Tonight, the 24th century begins. Welcome to the Enterprise. In a special world premiere movie, Star Trek, the next generation. Ready for departure, sir. Engage. 78 years have passed since the days of the original USS Enterprise. Now a new Galaxy Starship has been designed with a new team of highly skilled Federation explorers. Starfleet Captain Jean-Luc Picard, Commander Riker, Executive Officer, Chief Medical Officer Crusher, and her brilliant son, Wesley, Lieutenant Commander Data, an android, the telepathic Troy, Geordi, a man with unique vision, Security Officer Yar, and Klingon Officer Worf. Shields and deflectors up, sir. Go to yellow alert. Their first mission, investigate a new star base on planet Denim 4. Thou art directed to return to thine own solar system immediately. A hostile alien threatens the crew. Now go back. Or thou shalt most certainly die. But they're determined to finish their mission. On our photon torpedoes. Place them on ready status. Hostel is now beginning to overtake us, sir. Together, they stand trial before a merciless court. You will now answer to the charge of being a grievously savage race. Now, they have 24 hours to uncover the secrets of a strange world. They're firing on far points, sir. Classic legend begins an all-new adventure. Let's see what's out there. Star Trek, the next generation. And we're back. We're back. We were just talking about B4 and how shitty he is. He's, um, B-annoying before the invention of annoying. He's, like, 
super prototype annoying. <laughs> you saved it. You finally <laughs> saved it. I was grasping at straws, <laughs> and I got somewhere. I don't know if it was somewhere, but it is somewhere. You you made a genius, is what you did. <laughs> but they they drive the Argo around. They find the pieces of B four. It's stupid, fucking pointless scene. They could yeah, shoot the guys. I think like ten people die, and nobody cares. Yeah, they at least one person had to die when they shot the, the vehicle and it, yeah, flipped, it flipped on top of. Yeah, them. definitely, he's dead. He's his family's not gonna see him tonight. But it just cuts to Picard in his ready room afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, they put B4 together or whatever. And uh, Picard gets a message from Starfleet Command. Yeah. And it is Admiral Catherine Janeway. Admiral fucking Janeway. Promoted, bitch. And I like Janeway, right? I do like Janeway also. I like Janeway, but uh, she broke the Prime Directive more often than anyone in Starfleet history. Yeah, she breaks the Temporal Prime Directive also. <laughs> Which is arguably more important than the regular Prime Directive. Yeah, that one's a big one. <laughs> and uh, she gets back and they're like, well, I guess you're promoted. <laughs> you did that great. You Here's- brought back, I don't know, like 25% of your crew. <laughs> You brought back some weirdos from the Delta Quadrant. Yeah, but uh, I guess we'll promote you to Admiral for that. We're not promoting Picard. Fuck that guy. We'll uh, he doesn't want to be promoted. I wouldn't want to be either. Yeah, honestly. no, it would suck. Fuck all that desk work when there's space to explore. I gotta go fucking have a ship and fly around in. Dude, I wish. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but she tells him about uh, the new Praetor of the Romulan Empire, Shinzon, who they know nothing about. His name is Shinzon. They just know he's a Reman and he's not a Romulan. Yeah, and, they, and he's like, Reman? And then they have to explain that the what Remans a Reman is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, they, they need a very experienced uh, old soldier mm-hmm. to go out, so they send Solid Snake. Yep, Picard. pretty much. <laughs> yep. This is exactly what this is, actually. <laughs> and my, my favorite part in the whole movie is that Picard walks out onto the bridge and just goes, set a course to the, to the fucking for, for Romulus. Romulus. And yeah. the guy in the front seat who has to set the course is like, <gasps> He does a triple take. He's like, oh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> He spits his drink out. <laughs> what? He does a ten second long spit take. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that you were allowed to drink on the bridge? <laughs> Everybody turns around in their seat and goes, What? At the same time, all at once. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. And they just have to fucking. They and then they it. get there in like two seconds because yeah. they're right there anyway. They were, they were right there, right on the edge of the uh, neutral zone. That's where yeah. Shinzon set his trap. Oh, his sneaky trap. And, uh,. Here's here's like how his trap could have been set right. Yeah. Is uh he could have just put the body on the planet. He could have just put B4 on there and not sent it in fucking six pieces. Yeah, why not just like have him be there? I guess I guess see now okay. Why not just be like, hey since they're already suspicious of B4 anyway and later it turns out they don't let him fuck around anymore. Yeah. Because of let, that like they shut him down. They, they shut him, him down off. and everything. <laughs> Like, if they were already suspicious of him, so there's no reason in the script at all for B4 to have been left on the planet and they find him or whatever, why not just have Shinzon be like, look what I found. It's a peace offering. Yeah, Yeah, I I guess they do it so they're more 
curious as to how it happened, right? Like maybe a, a shuttle crashed or something. I don't know. They stopped paying attention to him like really quickly. Yeah, I did too. Film, though. Though. As you should. I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> they put him in like this like shitty like crewman outfit. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a crewman yellow... outfit from the original series. Yeah, it's like here. <laughs> we had this prop left over from the original series. Put this on. It'll fit you. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, so we get, like, a lesson on the Romulans and the Remans. Yeah. Like, it's just basically like you're sitting in a classroom listening to data. I love it, though. I love that shit. I'll, I will do that. Dude, if there was a Star Trek history class, I would oh, take it. Oh, fuck yeah, I'd take it. I the love it. The thing is, like, in your, in your story structure, in your script... It's not good. This is not a good way to go about it. Yeah, you, and there that's are ways the disconnect, right? Right. Between a Star Trek fan and a normal movie going audience. Right. A Star Trek fan will sit through that and be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And a normal movie going audience won't. And I don't really well, give a fuck about them. Yeah, I don't either. Fuck them. Look but, what they've done to movies. Fuck them. Yeah. But that's why this movie didn't do well financially. Yeah. Is, is because it didn't. A lot of the older Star Trek movies had something... It was, like, tailored for a regular audience, and all the Star mm. Trek stuff was, like, given away in nuggets. Right. But this has long stretches where it's almost a normal Star Trek episode, and dumbass like an regular people... It's like an episode. That's what yeah. that's what this is. Just like the last one was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an episode. Two in a row is... That's Not good, though, yeah. Two strikes and you're out. This one should have just happened when Insurrection happened. And then we should have gotten the conclusion to this. And that should yeah. have been it. It's it's crazy how worthless Insurrection is. It's so pointless. It's like nothing comes out of... Nothing is gained or lost. <laughs> like, it's a complete tangent. Yeah. It's like... It's like, um... In, you, you like Dragon Ball Z, right? You love yeah, Dragon Ball Z. I love Z. Dragon Ball it's Z. It's like the, the garlic Oh, yeah, saga. the garlic, the filler yeah. uh, shit when they were still making the comics so they right. couldn't make the fucking show. Right, like, there's no point to that. <laughs> no, <laughs> there isn't. Anything. I thought you were going to point out the thing that everybody points out is, <laughs> like, when Goku's running on Snake Way after he's dead. Like, he's going to King Kai's planet to train. Yeah. And he's yeah. on Snake Way forever, and he keeps, like, falling off into these crazy adventures, and people are like, that's boring as fuck. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, too, but at Dude, least that's about Goku. I love that part. Like, yeah. there's a part where he goes to this, like, Snake Queen's castle or whatever, and she oh really, God, really I, wants to fuck him, but he... I forgot about that, yeah. he, he can't figure out what she wants from him because he's so dumb. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> then he falls into hell. How did Gohan ever get... Born I like Jesus know. Christ, Chi Chi must have been like, "Fucking Goku, put it in me." She's this penis goes in here, and Goku's like, "Whoa, get the PB hard, put it in." Is that food? Ramen noodles. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking like this has nothing to do with Star Trek. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I just it I love that part. Like when he falls into hell and he like. Go, has a competition with two demons to get out of hell. Yeah, the the hilfs, right? Yeah, the fucking home for infinite losers. Which, if you go onto my tea my tea public Uh-oh, store, here's a plug, 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 plug. I think it's teapublic.com slash Jeff Pennington. You can get a a shirt. Your home for infinite losers shirt. It's a pretty cool shirt. I thought about getting one, then I was like, wait, I'm poor. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people run into that situation. <laughs> uh, anyway. That we get this. We get this whole lesson about the Remans and the planet Remus. 
and how they're second-class citizens in uh, yeah, Romulan like society. like a slave race, basically. Yeah, and there's there's tons of little fucking things peppered throughout this that I actually really love. Because yeah. I love an info dump in Star Trek. Me too. Like when Riker's talking about how during the Dominion War they were like great warriors and they were like yeah. known far and wide. I love they, that. Yeah, they were like like first responders, right? Like they'd send them down first and they would just fuck shit up. Yeah, they were like shock troops. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool as fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, anything that ties into the greater canon of Star Trek is always um, good. That's like the number one thing if you're making a Star Trek movie that you have to do. Yeah, that's why I think you you'll like Enterprise honestly because a lot of it is is that we'll get there. Um, <laughs> we're a lot of people are giving us uh, unsolicited ideas of where to go with our podcast after yeah. the movies. Yeah, who asked them? Oh, yeah. we did. Oh yeah, shit. Sure. <laughs> I guess it was solicited. Never mind. <laughs> but um, we might just jump around. Who knows? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just to do... We could do... Like, we should... We'll talk about it. We'll talk we about will it. talk about it on our own time, Josh. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We won't talk about it on their dime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> send money, by the way. Yeah, do that. There's, there's probably a way to do that. I don't remember. But <laughs> uh, we, lear- we meet Shinzon, right? Yeah, and it's this big fucking, like... Like, I, I, I remember when this movie came out, and I remember knowing Tom Hardy was going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I love Tom Hardy. And he's even great in this movie, even. What was Tom Hardy in before this movie? Not much. Um, He was in... Uh, Google.com slash Tom Hardy. I'm looking. <laughs> he was in Band of Brothers. Yes. Uh, as the one guy who gets caught having sex. <laughs> he was in Black Hawk Down, and that's about it. So he he was starting to be known a little bit. He was yeah. like a, a third-tier character actor at that point. Yeah, yeah. And now he's big-name man. Yeah, he's huge now. He was he was Max. He was Mad Max man. Yeah. He was Bane. He's, he's a better Mad Max than... Yes. What's his well, name? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson can fucking suck a dick. True that. Hate that guy. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, oh, before we get to Romulus, actually, Data and Jordy download Data's memory banks into into B four. Yeah. Uh, hey, that might be a Chekhov's gun. Yeah, maybe that'll come back later. <laughs> that might come back. Keep your eye on that. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually do end up uh, at Romulus, and they just sit in space for a while. Yeah, they just sort of sit there. <laughs> like, it's weird. Yeah, it's supposed to build tension or whatever, but we haven't established that there's, like, a threat yet. So there's no right, you tension. Have no, you have no idea why they're there, right? So, like, yeah. I mean, we know that Shenzon is there and he's taking control or whatever. We don't know anything about what he's planning to do. As right. far as we know, his entire goal was to fuck over the Romulan so he could become the Praetor. Right, there's a scene later which should have come before this scene where he's... Uh, the senators and the and the admirals are like, why is the Enterprise here? And he says, I have my reasons. Like, that should have came before this. Yeah, that scene especially should have came before this because he starts coughing and we right. learn he has something wrong with him. Right, he's all fucked up. Which fucked up. W- would have been <laughs> great to learn beforehand, so maybe we can be like, well, maybe that's why he's after the Enterprise, right? right? right. Keep you engaged. But right. there's just like a dead five or ten minutes where they're just floating in space. Yeah, and they say, like, that's a big ship, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, a massive warship decloaks, and they're like, oh, shit, it's got a lot of weapons. Yeah, it's big. It's a big ship. 
and uh, <laughs> it's called the Scimitar. The Scimitar. It's in the game. You can buy it. What, is that Star Trek Online? Yeah. Oh. Anytime Josh says the game, he means Star Trek Online and not... I'm going to be referencing the game a lot more because uh, the game <laughs> tells the Star Trek story better than the next upcoming three movies do. Uh oh so. And they um, tie it in better even. Like You're like, yeah. why isn't this the movie? Why didn't they just make this the movies? When he says the game, he does not mean the early 2000s rapper. Nor do I mean the movie The Game starring... Uh, the guy who got throat cancer from Conolingus. Michael what? Douglas. <laughs> Michael hey, Douglas. Uh, excuse me, Josh. You might, oh, yeah, I know that story. He look it up on Google, it. everybody. He says he got it from Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> twat. Yeah, look it up on, on Google, everybody. But uh, they go... The fucking... Shinzon doesn't even appear at this point. A, a Riemann appears, and yeah. Riemanns are butt-fucking-ugly. Ron Perlman, who... This he, the Riemann should have been Shinzon. Yeah, like, they should have just made Shinzon a Riemann, and he's an actual Riemann. That would have been far better. Like the script yeah. would have flowed a lot better if he wasn't randomly a clone of Picard. Right. The clone thing is so dumb. Like, it's dumb. It adds nothing to the film, and most of the moments of the film being outright terrible. Are, are the fucking that, Picard yeah. and Shinzon shit? Yeah. Well, Shinzon is like, so they could. So again, like I, I'm like reverse engineering this writing process of this movie. So they couldn't make it his son, right? No, because that makes fucking no sense. They've already done a bait and switch with that once anyway. <laughs> they did all that already, exactly, and and it wouldn't go with Picard's character. Like he wouldn't just have a son like Kirk and be like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving." You know what I mean? True. Kirk didn't know he had a son. Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> He wouldn't be a terrible shitty dad like Kirk, is wow, what I'm trying that's to true, say. But <laughs> but yeah, it should have just been a, a Riemann, and then the Riemanns are asserting the control over the Romulans, and then they want to start a war with Earth. It just makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like it's as a character, Shinzon is completely pointless to this film. Yes. The Viceroy should have been the villain of the movie. Right. Ron Perlman should have just been the bad guy. <laughs> Is that actually Ron Perlman? Yeah, it's Ron Perlman. Shit, I probably should have read about this movie before I'm talking about <laughs> it. I just know a lot about it because uh, I secretly like this movie. I know you do. <laughs> you disgusting subhuman. Hey, I wrote it. <laughs> it's hell. me, Rick Berman. I'm back. Oh, no. You guys talking about Star Trek Nemesis? <laughs> Rick Berman, I fucking hate you. Okay, I'm leaving now. Bye. Thank God. Man, Rick Berman was here. That was crazy. That was... I can't believe he he just walked into our podcast somehow. He's in my house. He's got a key. I love him. Oh, my God. Josh, I think this podcast might be over. <laughs> I think we might be done. I don't even know what he looks like. I have an image of him in my mind, but uh, I don't think that's at all what Rick Berman looks like. According to his voice, he looks exactly like Ray Romano. <laughs> in my head, he looks like Chris Berman from ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks he looks like Rick Berman asshole. Like if you go to Google right now and you type in Rick Berman, I think I know what he looks like. Yeah, and he looks terrible. I'm yeah. I'm doing it right now. Oh, he he just looks like an asshole, honestly. <laughs> Rick Berman, yeah, he is a dick. He does look like a super dick. Um, fucking old white man. What do you know? Yeah. Uh, write into <laughs> mclassemail at gmail.com if you got a problem with that comment. <laughs> Someone's gonna get an email. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they go to meet Shinzon, and they go into this dark-ass room, and Shinzon walks out, and he's like, yo, 
I want to fuck that human woman. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, I'm really uncomfortable. Who is this? Who is this guy? Yeah, like he went through like puberty and he never like fucked a Romulan. But like, it's like some weird, like weird racist thing going yeah, on. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to put his dick in Romulan. Yeah. Which, it's, like, I'm sure understand. that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't understand why he wouldn't want to do that personally. Yeah, but. they're like Vulcans, but crazy. Yeah. There's what a, could go wrong? There's a, a sexy Romulan in Deep Space Nine. There's a sexy point. Romulan in this movie. Yeah, there is. It's true. Dina Meyer. There's a a much sexier Vulcan in Deep Space Nine. The just, arms you got dealer. the pointy ear fever, man. I you do. got the green blood fever. <laughs> I do. Romulan's got, got fucking green blood, too, bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> he's he's super rapey, right? He's like yeah, as he's... rapey as you could possibly get, and nobody yeah. calls him on it, right? Nobody's like, uh, hey, why are you a rapist? That. Yeah, don't don't feel like that. Just uh, stop, please. Yeah, it makes this character like immediately stupid. Where you're yeah. like, oh, okay, it's like if you have some sort of a plan, did it involve being like a rapey person? <laughs> right. Was that your plan? Right. Like. <laughs> But he's like, turn the lights up or whatever, and there's this really weird, slow light turn up. It's like the dimmer at your grandma's house. (laughs) (laughs) It like doesn't work right, and you gotta fuck with it. But it just, it lasts, uh, I don't know, I guess I shouldn't be talking about shit lasting a long time since I like the motion picture. Mm -hmm. But this movie's really snappy and quick most of the time, but sometimes it just slows to a crawl. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's got pacing issues, def- definitely. That's that's my favorite though. Is the lights come on and Picard's like, <gasps> he goes, he spits his drink out for ten seconds, and he's, he's like, what? <laughs> what? 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 That's me. That motherfucker's me. But they don't really know that. Like nobody else really notices no. that because like Every- they didn't know him when he was a kid. Like they don't know. You There's know? like a weird silence in the rest of the room where everybody's like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, like what just happened? Like I think like the, the the gist was that they would be shocked that it was a human. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. But uh he cuts his hand with a knife. Yeah, he slices his hand open. <laughs> and he just fucking gives it to him. He's like, I think you'll want this and everybody like understands what he's talking about. Right. I would be like, ooh, no, I don't want that. What are you doing? I don't know where you've been. <laughs> Apparently not with any Romulans, though. Yeah, why are you being weird right now? Yeah, this is super. This is totally <laughs> not how I imagined this day going. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I didn't think I was going to see a bald, tiny Picard cut his hand open. <laughs> in, the, in the Romulan fucking scimitar. The scimitar. 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 Whatever. <laughs> Beverly Crusher examines the blood stain. Finds yeah. out it's Picard's DNA. Everybody's like, oh! And then they back on Romulus. The fucking Romulan guys are like, yo, Shinzon, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. That's that's the scene that should have came earlier. Yeah. We go yeah. through this whole scene where he, Shinzon's like, you know what? Uh, I fucking do what I want to do. You have right. to follow my lead or I'm going to kill you. Get out. He, he does say certain lines Picard-like here, which is kind of neat. Does he? Like, yeah, he says something where he's like, leave me now, or something, and it sounds like how Picard would say it. I guess like, that's true. Like, and that's kind of cool, and that's when I knew, like, when I saw this, I was like, oh, that guy's good. Like, I was like, that guy's he's, gonna be, He's a lot he's better good. than this movie. Yeah, he that's is a lot sure. better, than, and everyone in this movie is a lot better than this movie. It's true. You can only uh, elevate material so far. I feel like the people who love this movie are the people who look past its faults because the cast is so strong. 
Yeah, that's like, a lot of uh, how movies work now. Yeah. That's I mean, how people watch movies now. You have like a cast of people who are all really good actors for the best part, and mm-hmm. the material that they're acting is fucking terrible, but yeah. they elevate it to a point where it's at least palatable. Yeah, it's it's watchable. Like, this movie, yeah. I think, is completely watchable, but like, yeah, it's, it's not, not like... It's not like In the Darkness. I wouldn't no. put it anywhere near... The, I wouldn't no, even put it near five. Yeah. Yeah, it's not near five for sure. Five no. is really bad. I would put five above In the Darkness, though. I would also do. That. I would put In the Darkness below everything that's yes. ever been made. In the it's Darkness the is the bottom of the list of all movies ever. It's it's worse than Birth of a Nation. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I probably shouldn't bring up Birth of a Nation on this podcast. Well, we brought up nine eleven, so. <laughs> We're going to every fucking end of the spectrum today. Fuck it, man. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we learn that Shinzon is sick. We learn that he won't fuck Romulans. And we mm-hmm. learn that there is a bit of a pushback against him as Praetor already. Yeah, which is, like, totally understandable. Like, Romulans don't... They're fucking crazy. And, like, they don't like anything that's not Romulan. No. They are as xenophobic as you could possibly they're be. They're crazy xenophobic. And in recent years, like, they're better having fought with the Federation and stuff. Like, they're starting to... This This is supposed to be um, a combination of Star Trek 2 and 3 and Star Trek 6. It's true. There's like, this undertone of, like, the Romulans are desperate. They're right. in a situation that they have no control over now. Right, like, the Romulan and Federation relationship is changing, right? And it's going from this, like, Cold War, almost hot war status to being allies sorta you know like the like the klingons but like yeah but i don't know the 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 whole thing with with picard having a clone be the praetor ruins that it does because it's an outside element right it's only happening it's only happening because the outside element sort of took over i guess somehow he killed like, everybody in the Senate, and apparently there was no line of succession for the Senate whatsoever. Yeah, nobody else was like, well, we're going to just have other senators in the meantime. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, how many Remans are there that the Romulans didn't just send their military in to fucking wipe them out? Yeah, and... just blow up the fucking planet. Oh, wait, that happened soon anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, Nero. Uh-oh, Nero. Oh, it's Nero, everyone. Get it? Romulus. Rome. The fact that the fucking Romulus looks like Rome. It's, it's, I, I, I like it because it, in my, in my head canon, right? Uh-oh. It's only translated to Romulus because it looks like that, right? It could be. I like, mean, there's, there's a line in the original series at some point where, like, Vulcan is just the name we call it or whatever. Yeah. But, um, Yeah, it's just the way it's translated to English. They don't call it Vulcan. Like, they don't say Vulcan. They probably have a Vulcan word for Vulcan, right? Probably. It's like how uh, Japan isn't actually called Japan. We yeah. just call it that. Yeah, we just call it that. Exactly. Um, but anyway, Picard goes to dinner with his crazy clone. <laughs> We've all been there. This is a real thing that happens in this film. <laughs> and they have a conversation where Picard shows that in this movie he's an idiot. <laughs> Uh, like, Shinzon tells this long, winding story about where he came from. Yeah. And a big part of it is that after he was cloned, he was taken uh, partway through his development, 
and shoved into an underground facility. Yeah, he and like he's taken to Remus and he has to work in the camps or whatever. They don't need him. They he's like an asset they don't want anymore. Yeah. So they they're they're gonna essentially they're killing him and that's their thought, right? Yeah. But he that, causes an uprising and right. But uh, he says specifically that he never saw the sun or stars for ten years and he's probably like. 17 or something he's supposed to be. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be like 20-ish. Something like that. And he talks about how he was in that facility or whatever beforehand. Like, he right. was a cl- he was cloned to be whatever age. Mm-hmm. And he was developed in there. And Picard says, you know, we... Picards have always looked at the stars to see, you know... Right. And Shinzon says, yeah, I looked at the stars. And Picard's like, wow, maybe we can be friends... Right. He's being, like, diplomatic. Yeah, even though he just said he hadn't seen the sun or stars in ten right. fucking years. He's talking about how during that time he saw them. Yeah, it's... And Picard's like, I believe you. Yeah, I... I, I get the... I don't he know. He wasn't paying attention. Like, I, feel... I wouldn't pay attention to that either, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they're kind of trying to, like, bait the audience at this point. But yeah. it's not working because we all fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah, we were given not enough information to begin with, right. but for this scene to exist and actually prey on our sympathies, we shouldn't have gotten any of that information Right, it, do- it doesn't work. It's not working. It's, um, you're either giving us too much or too little. You have to pick which one right. you're going with. Exactly. And uh, the Viceroy is Shinzon's dad. <laughs> my new dad, my Riemann dad. My Riemann dad, who I treat like shit. Yeah, he gets mad at him a few times. Also, Shinzon kills a lot of Remans in this movie for being all about Remans. <laughs> He's just like, fucking kill him. Well, we get to see their cool spaceship. Yeah. Their cool fighter pilot spaceship. Yeah, I guess that's true. I thought you were talking about the Scimitar. No. The Scimitar the c- is like the first giant evil ship that's the again there's another thing that in the next couple movies they just fucking do which is weird that they um, they're copying this movie the movie that killed the next gen franchise that's the whole that's my whole point with like that's part of my whole point is like they fucking hate everything to do with these star treks and then they just copy the things that they do that were bad and put them in their movie because they're fucking lazy yeah yeah, I agree with you, dude. And, like, you can do it for this movie. Like, it's fine for this movie, honestly. Like, whatever. There's a big fucking scary ship. Okay, fine. Whatever. Don't do it two movies in a row. <laughs> yeah, three movies in a row. Yeah, don't do it three movies in a row. <laughs> At least there wasn't a big, giant, scary ship in Beyond. Yeah, but there was a big, there giant, was a scary swarm. hornet's nest. <laughs> there was a lot of little ships. <laughs> But they go back to the ship and they figure out that there's Thaleron radiation, which is, as we discussed, a complete ass pull. Yeah. This radiation exists. That's all you need to know about it. Actually, that's something I wrote down in my notes that I didn't talk about earlier. What? That I wanted to talk about 100%. Well, don't talk about it. Which is, (laughs) there's a scene where Data is, he's info dumping about the Remans, right? Yeah. And he just says, off the cuff, without following it up with anything, uh, this half of the planet is always in the sun, so they have to live on the dark planet. And all the planets around that are spinning on their axis... Right. Remus is not. 
Apparently, like, Remus is the only celestial body in existence the that does not does spin that. on its axis. The moon spins, but it spins at the same rate that it revolves, so that's why it's always like that. The fucking... So a planet operates in the same way with the sun and the same way we operate with the moon. That is crazy. <laughs> Someone should fucking have been like, wait, I'm Data, like, that's I'm like trying up. to do geometry in my head right now. I'm like, wait a minute, okay. Like, somebody should have been like, wait, Data, that's fucked up. What's- yeah, that's crazy. Data's like, that's not the point right now, okay? <laughs> We're not talking about celestial mechanics right now. I know, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just, <laughs> no, I, li- no, no. I was watching and I was like, what the fuck, really? Well, it's like an instance when they try to like explain something Star Trek-y. But it's unnecessary, right? Like, that's yeah. an unnecessary thing to put in. Like, who it's, cares? Why also, you're you writing have... yourself into a corner. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I don't know. That just struck me as so strange. Because Star Trek, when it uses real scientific stuff that already exists, right. is pretty good at yeah. being somewhat accurate. Right. When it uses, like, crazy future tech and shit, it's not at all. But the way a planet is supposed to operate in the mechanics of a galaxy is well oh, known. Well, you know, you know how I feel about all this. Like, I, do not fucking, don't even get me started on like. We'll talk about it in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me fucking started on like. Oh, let's look up in the sky and see uh, the new Death Star blowing up a planet that's fucking 12 million light years away. Like, fuck that shit. That's yeah. dumb as fuck. It is dumb as fuck. It's, there's a certain level of uh, realism that has to be in any type of ridiculous fantasy movie. Yeah. Uh, or else you just throw... It would, it would be like if I was in New York City and you were in Los Angeles and I looked out the window and I saw you get shot... That's yeah. what that's like. That it's, would be as ridiculous exactly, as that. It's equivalent. And, and people am, in the movie theater would be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I am uh, Coruscant, not Coruscant in this not Coruscant. scenario. Oh, they had to write that. They had to retcon that, too. No, oh, nobody they, wants the poor Coruscantians killed or whatever. <laughs> the government changes hands whenever the whoever's the head of the state. That's where the government is. Oh, okay. Thanks Thanks for explaining that in the movie. I had to read that on the fucking uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Because it was in a book somewhere once. Fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Josh fucking hates supplementary materials. I love supplementary material, but don't use it as an excuse not to put shit in your no, movie. No, it's a crutch. They're using yeah. it as a crutch so that exactly. they don't have to tell a coherent story. Right. It's stupid. Which is dumb as holy fuck, dude. Just write, just write it in the fucking movie. Just put it the fuck in the movie. You know what you should put the fuck into this podcast, though? A commercial. A commercial break! Yeah! <laughs> we'll be back right after these messages. Vigo presents the Star Trek action figures featuring the crew of the Enterprise. Captain James T. Kirk, their fearless leader. Dr. Bones McCoy, caring for the health of the Enterprise crew. Scotty, the chief engineer, in charge of the transporter room. Mr. Spock, the Vulcan, second in command. And the Klingon, enemy of the Star Trek crew. Star Trek action figures, complete with accessories shown. Each sold separately from Mego. And we're back. Josh yeah. has cooled down a little bit. I'm a little. Uh, He's less a little angry. 
The next few podcasts are going to be rough. Yeah, they're going to get... Tempers are going to flare. It's going to be bad, honestly. Um, where were we in the film? Oh, yeah. Like, um, they, the, the Raymonds are like, Shenzon, uh, have you forgotten our mission? And Shenzon's mm-hmm. like, I'll spend my time how I want, bitch. You told us it was time to attack the Federation, or, and they believe them or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, why'd you believe that guy? He doesn't know anything. Uh, Picard shows a, a photo of Tom Hardy <laughs> to Crusher, and Crusher's like, I remember that guy, and I'm like, really? I fucking don't. That guy was in Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. <laughs> uh, and fucking, they're like, hey, Picard, we know who uh, unauthorized access shit, and we have a way to take advantage of it. And I actually forgot about this for the rest of the movie, that he said that. The yeah. first time I watched it, I completely disregarded that for some reason. It didn't land for me. It's not well stated. Uh, there is a telepathic rape scene. Of course there is, because Crusher needs to be in the movie. Or, uh, yeah, Troy. Troy needs to be in the yeah. movie. Um, Troy gets tele-raped by <laughs> Shenzon and the Viceroy. Yeah, because they're telepathic. Like, which I guess is something we were supposed to know already. I don't know. Well, I mean, the Vulcans are, and the Romulans sort of are-ish. Ish. But it's like the Reman who... Yeah, I always thought that the Remans were like a weird, like, super, like, weirdly evolved Romulan. Like... Maybe. They're like like orcs. Yeah, they are. They are orcs, right? Like, they absolutely are orcs. They're like Tolkien orcs and not like yeah. D&D orcs. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Klingons are D&D orcs. But yeah, Klingons are orcs, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but they talk about Shinzon needing a uh, some sort of a, uh, surgery. They don't really tell exactly what at this point. He needs his blood or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like they need to do, <laughs> what do they keep calling it? The operation? The procedure. The procedure. Yeah. Like we have to do the procedure. And he's like, yeah. well, tell the doctors to get ready because I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to die soon. I need, <laughs> I need that guy's blood. And, uh, <laughs> so they beam B4 aboard, right? Yeah. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> and, and Picard's like, there's, there's this point in the movie that just fucking got me, right? Like, I started laughing when yeah, I was watching it. I know it. what it is. I know. It's what like, point. Troy's like, I was fucking violated, right? Yeah. I, just, I got fucking mind raped. It was the worst experience of my entire yeah. life. I would I request to be let off duty. And Picard's like, nope. Yeah. If you like, can stand to have it happen again and again and again, oh my god, I need you still. And oh I was like, god. Picard, are you shitting me right yeah. now? That's like you get a couple days off for that. Fuck, come on, dude. Even if you're if you're doing a super secret Romulan mission, maybe you get a couple days off. I mean, she becomes, uh, she has a purpose later or whatever. Yeah, she uses it later. Also. uh... I'm, I'm not following along with this movie very well this time because I keep jumping around to big thoughts I had. It's all right. This movie, it, it's it's a little, it's a little straightforward anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, and we might as well make it as jumbled and confusing yeah, as possible. It's like possible. point A to point B to point C. Like nothing really happens. Uh, nothing happens in this film. <laughs> but this film treats the viceroy like he was the rapist, right? Even though he was just the conduit for uh, Shenzon to rape her. 
Yeah, he sort of is like a rape middleman. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> which is like weird. Like it is very strange. It's a weird. Like, I hate when they do this stuff. Not like I just don't like. I think it's so easy, right? Like yeah. Like, oh, they're doing this again. And that happens over all the time. They yeah, do she a, gets mind-raped all the time. It's fucking all the time, man. It's terrible. Like, can we not do that again, please? Nah. But the movie treats it like the Viceroy just raped her, right? It wasn't just... It wasn't Shenzon using the Viceroy's powers. Right, right. So she gets her revenge on the Viceroy, and then uh, Riker beats up the Viceroy. Yeah, at the end, Riker has to kill him. Yeah. That's, like, the get, ultimate payoff or something. To get shit. real revenge for it or whatever. Yeah. And the whole time I'm just like, you know, Shenzon raped her, right? Right. He was the one who was there, yeah. But uh, Picard has to have the showdown with Shenzon. Yeah. Well, it's like this weird like love scene is happening with like two 50 year old actors <laughs> yeah it's really awkward and you're like mm, this isn't very hot <laughs> no and then it just turns into rape which is it, which it is just ruins way everything. less hot. yeah like it's just <laughs> oh god like if the... you were getting all getting your 50 year old rocks off to this or whatever yeah. and that happened that just fucking ruins that would it. be it that would be it what a terrible terrible scene it's just it's just it's so in a movie with one too many easy scenes, it's another easy scene, right? And, like, they kidnap Picard. Yeah, they get him somehow. They teleport him. Even though, like, the situation has gotten really fucked up at this point. Yeah, the situation went going south on. hard. <laughs> but they, they still didn't put their shields up. Yeah, they're being real stupid. <laughs> so they beam Picard out, and Picard they take Picard's blood, and then Shinzon, like, yanks it out of the thing they're testing it with yeah. to, like, show it to him. And he's like, we have the same blood. Yeah, yeah. And the doctor's like, what the fuck? You're dying. Give yeah, me that. we need that shit. That's gonna, like, save you for, like, at least another two hours. And this is the first of, like, six scenes we get. Maybe the second. It's, like, the second of, like, six scenes we get that's, like, if you lived my life, you'd be just like me. Yeah, they beat that home real hard. And, like, I'm okay with that up until a point. Like, I, I, it's kind of cool to see, like, well, what would Picard be like if he lived on a planet like Romulus where yeah. strength and secrecy and power mattered, not like Earth, you know? What would Picard be like if he was a Cenobite? Right. <laughs> if he wore a pleather. <laughs> Shiny but pleather. It's it's just they keep doing it over mm. and over again. And Picard's like, no, no, oh no, he's right. If I had a completely different life, if I would I didn't be a live completely the life different lived, person. Right. If, I, if things were completely different, it would be that way. Like, yeah, yeah sure, absolutely. And, <laughs> like, later they have this thing where Picard's like, no, you can be better than you are, which is, like, really kind of self-aggrandizing a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he's sucking his own dick a little bit. He's like, bit. you could not be a giant piece of shit like you and be yeah. awesome like me. <laughs> and Shinzon's Shin like, no, I'm a piece of shit. It's who I am. Yeah, I love being this way. You're not my dad. You're not my real dad. <laughs> yep. There's just a whole lot of the Viceroy being like, Shinzon, it's time, and Shinzon being like, no! I feel like we're, like, at the end of the movie already. But we're not, is but the there's thing. But like, there's, like, 400 parts of the movie that have to happen yet that are all pointless. Yeah. I don't know. And, like, it turns out that B4 is actually Data. Yep, and he winks at the camera. He actually he winks at the camera. He literally turns to the camera and winks. <laughs> we didn't make that up this time. That actually happens. <laughs> But uh, Data 
Vulcan neck pinches the the Riemann who's a guard, which yeah. I liked. That's cool. See, I like, that. like they're trying to like subtly hit home the Vulcan thing, right? Like yeah, like he, he is Spock. Is Spock. Yeah, and <laughs> there is a really a scene that I like that is such classic movie cl- action movie cliche scene, but done with Picard and Data is really enjoyable for me. When they're getting out of the yeah ship. the yeah. escape and like yeah. especially Data trying to crack the code on the door to get in while Picard's yeah. like shooting the guys or whatever and he's yeah. like can we hurry it up a little bit like this is an instance where like a scene like that works so well in Star Trek not like the Argo like no. there's a cool gunfight and they fly like a ship out of a window which is cool that's star trek as fuck yeah that's cool and it works and and the argo doesn't and i don't know exactly why but i think it's a difference in technology levels is yeah. like you have to keep things grounded in the reality of star trek right right and if you move too far away from that in one direction or the other it doesn't sense. work yeah yeah that's my idea that's about it that's anyway. a good point Oh, how interesting. <laughs> That's your John Larroquette good point of the week. <laughs> um, and they find the Scorpion-class attack fighters, which are really cool. They look like there used to be this RC car. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I think I had like that. The stealth RC car yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah my, I think my cousin had that. It yeah. looks just like it. It's uh, like a one-seater, sort of. Like a weird, like... It's it's like a lounge chair. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I do love the Scorpion class attack fighter. <laughs> and uh, they blow the doors open and just fly through the ship. And there's yep. like some like early, super early 2000s, late 90s CG where it's yeah. just like it has no real size, shape, or weight to it. Yeah, it's the physics are goofy. Like it's yeah. not right. Yeah. Which is nostalgic for me. It's funny that that stuff is, like, nostalgic now. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It just makes me... It makes me nostalgic about a time period. And yeah. And it, it, it's strange that at the time, people were like, oh my god, this is crazy. Right. They have all this great technology now. Make <laughs> movies better, and then they didn't. And then they made them worse. <laughs> then they used them instead of having good movies. They beat the shit out of it. They basically had an office full of people working on computers make movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cool, this is a great way to make a movie. They get away from the ship. They, they're they like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And they <laughs> just they take off at maximum yeah. warp away from Romulus. And of course, yeah. Shinzon follows all cloaked. Yeah, he can fire when cloaked also. Yeah, which uh, was supposed to not be a thing. That you yeah, I don't do. like that, honestly. It's too... Um, it breaks the universe a little bit. Yeah, nobody mentions it either. They say something about it, I think. They're like, oh, I can shoot when it's cloaked. Like, And that's, again, it's Star Trek Six, Did right? They? Yeah, someone says. I think huh. it's Riker. Hmm. Yeah, it's Star Trek Six. they do it too, where it can. they figure out a way to do it. The Klingons, yeah, right? which is... It does break the universe. It, it's it, if it was a game, if it was a a, a video game, it's imbalanced. Like you oh, can't yeah. have a cloaked ship. Well, like, who could possibly stand up to the Romulans or the Klingons yeah. if they could fire from nowhere? Why would you not ever? Why would you even not put a cloaking device on your ship? Yeah. Like, just leave it on all the time. Yeah, just you just lose it. <laughs> Where's the ship? Oh, we had it in the middle of space and we went to a planet. Uh, we parked fucking... it in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> we had to do this whale thing. Look for the smashed trash cans <laughs> under the landing gear. Just look for a big square <laughs> in the middle of the park. <laughs> but there's a whole scene where, like, again, it's sort of like, like hammered into us that the Romulans are not happy with Shenzon and what he's doing. Yeah, Dina Meyer shows up. You and, and Dina Meyer, man. I love Dina Meyer. Dina Meyer is in Starship Troopers. She's dizzy. Oh, Starship you're right. Troopers. Holy fuck. Yeah, so you get to see her hangy, saggy egg, egg boobs in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but they're fine. I mean, I'm cool with all boobs, so yeah, whatever. I'm fine with them. I'm, with, I'm about butts. Your boobs can be whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about everything. But if your butt is not good, then we gotta talk. <laughs> Look, you gotta do something about that ass. Girl, please don't lose that butt. That's what I always say. <laughs> um, but his plan is to obliterate the planet Earth, we learn. With the Thaleron gun. Oh, big gun. Shoot Earth. Got it. Yeah. Spooky, scary. <laughs> Everything's gonna come crashing down. Here we go. <laughs> there is a great scene at the end of this, though. Yeah. Where um, your girl, Dina Meyer... Uh, what is her name? Uh, Commander, Commander Denatra. Yeah, Commander Denatra stops the um, the the senator guy, right? Yeah, and she's like, "Look, are you ready to stain your hands with right. like the blood that your children will never be able to wash off or whatever?" Yeah, you, and he's like, like you're oh, beginning shit. to see like the Romulans like think rationally, like whereas before like they were they wouldn't care so no. much. There's there's a level of morality that's coming to them that wasn't yeah. there before. Because they've been through some shit with the Federation, like, some some fight with each other shit, you know? The Dominion yeah. War really is, like, the turning point where, like, everyone in the Alpha Quadrant is like, what the fuck are we fighting about? <laughs> yeah, if somebody comes in from the outside, we're fucked. Yeah. We really gotta have some sort also, of Also, we should probably start worrying about the Borg and shit, too. Because, like, they're always there. Yeah. They're, we haven't figured out a way to get rid of that yet. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> The Enterprise is racing away. Shenzon's following. Shenzon's dying of genetic degeneration. Yeah. And we learn why with sciencey things. Because he's a clone and he's fucked up. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Crusher. They accelerated him, but like I guess like they were supposed to treat him with the acceleration process, but they can't anymore. Yeah. Because it doesn't exist, right anymore. Like they got rid of all that shit. They didn't. They didn't make it. They closed the program down. <laughs> yeah, they closed yeah. Weapon X down. So yeah, they, they yeah can't fix them. Uh, Data shuts B four down. Good. And uh, we never see him again until the end of the movie. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we have to see him again. Yeah, he should probably have come back in a, some form again before the end of the movie, but that doesn't happen. I don't want him to come back anyway. Like they should, well, they should have had him like do something during the battle or something. I don't know. There's a million deleted scenes in this movie. There's one at the end of the movie, which we'll, we'll talk about. I think you can uh, figure out how good or bad a movie is by how many deleted scenes are in it. <laughs> is, what, what's the ratio? Is it is it inverse? Yeah, like, the more deleted scenes you have, the worst movie it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Because you've had to, you just had so much to pare down to make, right, you to have so to make a movie. Chaff to get rid of, right? You're gonna have all these weird jumps all the time. Yeah. Where there should have been a scene there, but you didn't have enough time for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's oh, just my man. theory. 
<laughs> I don't know. It, I think insurrection's the inverse of that theory, though. Put that all in there. Uh, Just put it all in. Put Clark in there. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, that's At true. this point, fuck it. Well, that's the thing, though. If it was in the movie, it wouldn't be a deleted scene, would it? Well, you're blowing my fucking <laughs> mind, dude. <laughs> you fucking fucking with me right now. You're killing me. John Lyric hit mind blow of the week. Oh, how mind blow. <laughs> uh, we learn a little bit about Shinzon's weapon. It kills everyone. <laughs> it murders everyone on Earth. And it's terrible. Why would anyone ever use this? If, if humanity is destroyed, the Federation's done for. The Romulans are just going to take over. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to meet a Starfleet battle group, which we never see. I wish we did see That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. But we but don't. We don't get there yet. We we don't see any of that. They have Instead, to fly through some nebula, right? Like they go yeah. to some nebula. They couldn't have gone around it or anything. No, can't go around it. Gotta go through it. They couldn't have gone up or down or left. Or <laughs> there's right. no up and down in space, Jeff. Wait. There's a there's a moment during the fight where they they turn upside down to use the shields on the bottom of the ship, and yeah, I was like, cool. "Fuck, that's the first time ever." Yeah, it's really cool. They're like, "We have shields down here. Let's just shoot from down there." <laughs> and there's a scene. That also makes me laugh. Where Picard and Data are talking... They're like in Astrometrics, right? And they're talking about the path they're going to take. Yeah. And Picard's like, Oh, uh, can can we like use this or that or this or whatever? And Data's like, Oh no, the nebula makes it so you can't do that. And there's no long-range sensors and you can't use anything. <gasps> Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> And they just they just like scramble out like the Keystone Cops, like fucking Picard's like raise shields now, and they just get hit. Yeah. If I was Riker, I'd have been like, hey, how'd you do that? Can you do that again? There's there's like a scene I think before that where everyone's getting ready, and it's like this real serious like. This is the last time we're gonna see the Enterprise. It's kind of sad. Yeah, because like I, I, when this movie came out, like everyone knew they were like, "This is it." Like this is. They're not gonna be able to go on from it's this. So- it sucks, man. Like if I really, I'm, I'm really butthurt that like we're probably never gonna see a next gen anything else. No, and it does suck because there was so much time where it would have been amazing. To yeah, have some more next gen, and we just, just don't get it. Now we have to sit through a bunch of shit. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. We don't even get to continue the timeline and see what happens later. I know, which is really dumb. It like, is. It sucks. Like, Discovery... Play Star Trek Online. Just play yeah, Star Trek Online. Maybe That's, one day. It happens in 2410, so it's, like, way, it's like farther ahead. The Discovery is a prequel, even. Like, that's... I yeah. feel like that's unnecessary. They already did a prequel. It's called Enterprise. Yeah, it's after Enterprise, though. I know. I don't care. I, Discovery look, might be good, I guess. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say that. I don't no. want me on the record saying that it might be good. I don't want to be wrong. There's I've a, learned my lesson. There's a fucking million instances of me being like, it might be good <laughs> about shit where I was wrong. So that's, that's that's like being a fan of something, though, right? Like, yeah, you want it to be good. Like, I would love it if it was good. But it's I mean, probably, it's probably not gonna be. It's, any what's good. his name is doing it, so it's probably gonna be bad. Kurtzman. Alex Kurtzman, yeah. writer of such hits as Transformers 2. <laughs> and the first fucking Star Trek movie. Why? 
Um, what the fuck were we talking about? They're fighting Shinzon in the nebula. <laughs> I, I was talking about the thing I was talking about that wasn't even related to that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, when uh, they're like battle stations, everybody, and everybody just starts grabbing guns. Yeah, I'm they like, start grabbing the guns. I'm yeah. like, you're on a starship. What are you doing? I guess they're... They're still worried about boarding and shit. Like, it's like an old-timey pirate ship. They're going to yeah, beam over, you know. Everybody get your blunderbuss. Yeah, get your blunderbuss and your sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, the the shot knocks out the warp drive, right? That's, that's the funny thing about it. Shinzon's, like, only attack their weapon system. Yeah. And they shoot the fucking warp drive immediately. Yeah, well, they have, like, a shield around it now, which is smart, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it's about time. Yeah, figure it out, with finally. That fucking flesh-melting gas on either side of it. <laughs> they were like, we maybe we should put some shields around this. I don't want to get fucking liquefied by this shit. <laughs> you think that would be reinforced or something on its yeah, own? There'd be like maybe a warning sticker on it. <laughs> Don't come near this. With the, the scimitar's, Don't touch this. The scimitar is firing through its cloak, right? And they can't do anything about it because they can't see it. Yeah, it's tough. I guess like. I don't know. I don't know. As good as like the Starfleet sensors are, like I guess they can't shoot it. I don't know. Yeah. Why does being invisible mean you can't sense anything else about them? I, I guess think that's, that's the what point. the thing about the cloaking device is, right? Yeah, it cloaks everything. Yeah. Whatever. It'd be better if you could still see it visibly, but, but it it knocks all your sensors and shit out. It's not visually as appealing though. Yeah. And dummies wouldn't get that. They'd be like, "What?" <laughs> Just what look out the mean? window. Just you look out the see, window. You can just see it at your view screen. Just check. Just look at it. Just look at it. It's right there. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> they keep like firing on it or whatever, and they hit it a little bit, which I thought yeah. was cool. That they weren't just firing wildly. Yeah, they get it a little bit, but it's so big. That's what. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, that's the quality of humor you expect here on M Class Podcast. She was like. Oh man, get it in a little bit. And I said, it's too big. That's what happened. Exactly. That's that's a real thing that happened to everybody. It's totally a thing that happened and I didn't make it up for this podcast. <laughs> I was there. Um Then there's yet another scene where Shenzon and fucking Picard are like, I'm not I'm like you. Yeah, they but just talk they're just talking at each other, man. They're just talking the fuck at each other. And Picard's like, No, you could be like me, I'm great. Is he over on the ship yet? Is he over there? Yeah, he's yet? a hologram. Oh, he point. uses the hologram, that's right. And then some Romulans show up and everybody's like, Well, we're fucked. Yeah, right. There's two <laughs> more ships. And then the Rom- the Romulan warbirds are like, hey, we're actually here to help you. Yeah. And Denatra's like, we're here to help you. I'm hot Dina Meyer. <laughs> and Picard's like, yeah, you are. Fuck yeah. Dizzy. Uh, let's go get a drink later. <laughs> yeah, she says, I owe you a drink. And it's like, oh, maybe we're being friends now. Maybe yeah. maybe this is a Weeza being friends. <laughs> yeah, Weeza be friends now. <laughs> And but the fucking the Romulan warbirds get fucked. Yeah, they just get fucked up, and it's like, oh great, that was pointless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like that's from an earlier draft of the script where the point of the movie was that the Romulans and uh, Starfleet were getting closer. Yeah, yeah. Romulans and the Federation, but uh, we didn't get that movie. No, we didn't get that movie. <laughs> that would have been a good one to have. Yeah, that would have been an interesting movie. Maybe we would have got the follow-up movie if that was the movie we got. Maybe. Lesson learned. 
But Troy has an idea, right? I got me an idea. And Troy's idea is to reverse mind rape. <laughs> to learn where the Viceroy is. Let's just invert the mind rape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Let's just invert the, the quantum mechanic <laughs> flow of the mind rape. <laughs> Some Star Trek shit. And uh, she has her one-liner where he's like, oh, she's in my brain. And yeah. she's like, remember me? Yeah, she gets her cool action movie line. Yeah, and then they shoot the scimitar because they, they're they using her as, like, a, a sensor. Yeah, she's, yeah, which, I don't know it's, how that it's works. Actually, it's actually, it's a decent use of her abilities, honestly. Yeah, that's, it's a better, it's, it reminds me of something. I can't put my finger on it, but it reminds me of, like, something in a movie or something, you know? <laughs> I just, it's a better use of her character than making her the pilot for no reason. Yeah, when she wanted to be the pilot for a couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool though, episode, though, when she has to take the test and Riker's like, I can't tell you the answers. And she's like, tell me the answers. <laughs> and he's like, no. Yeah, the last time she piloted anything was the end of the Enterprise D. Yeah, so. we all know what happened to that. It's laying, sitting there on Viridian 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they send a boarding party to the Enterprise, which mm. I guess that's why everybody grabbed guns. There you go, pirates. And Riker and Worf uh, apparently go alone with one yeah. guy. There's one security officer that goes with them. Ensign Redshirt. Ensign Redshirt, of course, dies. Yep. And then Riker <laughs> goes into a Jeffrey's tube to fist fight the Viceroy. On a plank from Star Wars. Got, somehow they wind up in the Death Star. Yeah. They gotta punch each other. <laughs> You don't touch my wife! Blah. You mind rape my wife, you fucking son of a bitch! You reaming shit! Like, he's pu fucking punching him in the face, and the vice versa's like, That was the other guy! Blah, blah. <laughs> we don't all look the same! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just a big fucking space fight, and, like, the Enterprise gets yeah. fucked up, and it gets then. super fucked up. The Scimitar gets fucked up, and then Picard's like, Ramming speed! Yeah, and then he crashes the fucking ship into the ship. And uh. then he's like, uh, let's destroy the ship and kill everyone on it, even though I would never do that. Right, like, did he send out, like, he does, like, a secret, like, Kirk esque move where he, like, types it in the, the text message yeah. thing. And, it's uh,. And does he uh, tell everyone not to be in the front of the ship? <laughs> like, that means, like, like the fucking a thousand people on that ship. Like, how I long guess, did that take? I guess a lot of people probably died. Yeah, during it's that. It's fucking horrible. And but I think there's a there is a scene when he, when they're right before they're getting ready to fight where he says like all other things are secondary. So maybe he's like, well, we have to stop this ship. You I know? think he clears out a couple decks, but they were the decks that were like. Uh, Compromised by the fire earlier. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So maybe that was the the forward decks. Yeah. Was Guinan in ten forward during <laughs> I this? Hope fucking not. <laughs> ten forwards now in the the scimitar. Uh, so everybody's like, "What the fuck?" She like wakes up like, "Where's my bar?" <laughs> Shit. She drank too much. She's passed out at the bar. One crazy night on Romulus. <laughs> So the ships are locked together, right? Yeah. And Picard's like, auto-destruct! It's symbolic, get it? They're locked together. Yeah, because they have to, whatever. Their, their fates are tied. They gotta do whatever. I think that's a line later, right? Um, probably. Maybe I stole it from that. Yeah, then, like, shit happens, right? Like, Data jumps to the ship. Yeah, he, he just flies leaps. through space, which they use again in another movie. Yeah, they sure do. They like, use he, that. He jumps from the ship to the other ship, and it plays, like, the Superman theme, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which might be a little much, I think. And he like, opens his uniform and there's an S. And you're like, wait a minute. They know about Superman? That, that guess. They have, like, fucking Dixon Hill in the future and shit. Yeah, they have Willie Mays baseball cards. So Yeah. So they know about <laughs> Superman. They can't talk about him because he's copyright. Right, they'll get sued. Paramount will get sued. But Picard runs into the ship with a with a rifle and he shoots and murders everyone. Yeah, he's killing everyone. It's, I was watching and I was going, "Yay, murder!" Dude, he's like, "I'm old, but I can still shoot good. I can still murder the fuck out of everyone on your crew." Fuck and he Reman. does. He kills every Reman on that fucking ship. Yeah, he fucks him. He fucks. He fucks him up, man. <laughs> and Shinzon like doesn't pick up a gun ever. He just like tries to kill him with a knife. Yeah, he likes knives. <laughs> He has, like, six of them on him. He just keeps pulling them out over yeah, and over again. Yeah. Picard, like, knocks it out of his hand, and he's like, I got another one. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. That's how he talks. Hey! <laughs> Fuck you, Rick Bourbon! Get out of here! Uh, I was going for a little bit of, uh, you know, this and this scene, and I thought, uh, okay, bye! <laughs> bye, Rick Bourbon! And <laughs> fucking... The dumbest shit happens, right? The the most Star Trek shit that ever happened. Yeah. Like, Picard pulls a spike out of the wall, mm-hmm. and Shinzon just impales on it, and then he pulls it through his own guts yeah, he to does get closer like a, to him. He does, him. like, a Klingon move. Like, that's, like, a yeah. total Klingon move. He gets close to him, and he's like, let's fucking make out. He's about to kiss each other. And it's not. It's not weird because we're the same person. <laughs> it's like masturbation, but kissing. It's like I, you touch your dick, right? It's like kissing Bation. <laughs> and like Shinzon just dies, and Picard just stands there while it's counting down. Like I guess he's supposed to be shocked or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't like know. everyone you know and love is about to die. Right. But no, Data just walks in and he's like, I guess I gotta do it. Yeah. He puts the little doodad from earlier in the movie, the teleporter yeah, the, the on tel- him. The, the transporter tag. Yeah, which the transporters are down, so it shouldn't have worked anyway. It uses it like once. It's like a one a oneer. Yeah, I guess. It's like I'm, a little personalized transporter, basically. Don't make excuses for this movie. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to me. Like That makes sense that there would be things like that, right? Like, I mean, yeah, but it's like a transponder, right? It's only supposed to be able to boost the signal. They talk about it in... There's yeah. a bunch of transponders in DS9, for instance. Yeah, they. I think I think they've gotten better at it. I think, like, maybe... Yeah, it, maybe it is, like, a personal portable generator. Maybe it's, like, just, like, one or a once and done. I mean, how much energy does it take to transport a whole human? A it's lot, like, right? It's, like, an unbelievable amount. There's, like, science... It's, like, impossible because of the Heisenberg uncertainty principle but that's yeah. why they have heisenberg compensators no doubt just call it a compensator <laughs> don't explain it just, it just quantumly like knows where the electrons are yeah. around every atom in your body are well i mean they obviously can't explain it in any way that would make any sense because no, if no they, one fucking knows because right, like how would that yeah you, you would have invented the transport the transporter but, uh, data shoots the the whatever generator thaleron the generator Thaleron, yeah and the ship just fucking blows the shit up. It just immediately explodes. <laughs> Boom. Every- explodes. Everybody's standing around staring at it or whatever, and it yeah. just like suddenly shows a close-up of Picard looking at it, and I was like, where is he? It's a that's a really cool <laughs> shot though. Like I like that because it's like they think he's there still, but he's on the bridge. Yeah, I like that. I do it's like that. Cool. But like, I feel like cool. it should have been them all like staring at it exploding and then he like appears behind them. 
Yeah. And then there's the close-up of Right. Because yeah. otherwise, I was just like, where is he supposed to be right now? It's a weird choice. Yeah, it was. they showed he was in the room after they did all the close-ups. It was really strange to me. They should have shot it, reverse that, and then maybe use that one. <laughs> they should have flipped it and reversed it, yeah, put their it, thing it, down. Reverse it. <laughs> Missy Elliot! (laughs) Missy Misdemeanor. (laughs) And uh, they all drink wine. And they're sad. Yep, that's it. Then the movie ends. (laughs) Data's dead. Data's dead. They take it back to Space Dock. Yep. Take the ship back to Space Dock. And Picard talks to B4. Like, he's really emotional. He's talking to Before. And he's like, and that's why Data was the greatest man ever. And before he's like, <laughs> why does the big man have a furry face? Yeah, it's like, oh, God. And I'm like, why is this scene happening right now? Yeah. And then Data is actually before because he knows the same song. Yep. So he's going to be... And then we don't ever get to see that movie. And it no. sucks. Because no. that would have been fun. Let's uh, let's take a break. <laughs> And then we'll come back and we'll tell you our final thoughts on the movie and answer some of your emails. We'll be right back. The Star Trek USS Enterprise gift set with command chair, console, three telescreen cards, and five Star Trek action figures. Place Mr. Spock or any Star Trek figure into the transporter room. Spin the control knob and press the button. Mr. Spock disappears. Pretend he's left the deck of the Enterprise for outer space adventure. You can capture the Klingon and bring him back to the Enterprise. Star Trek USS Enterprise gift set. Star Trek action figures also sold separately by Mego. And we're back. And Josh, uh, why don't you tell the good people at home what you think <laughs> of this movie overall? Uh, I mean, this is like a guilty pleasure movie. This is like a movie that has so much potential. And maybe I think deep down I like the potential more than the movie, right? Mm, yeah, that happens a lot. Like, I feel that way about Masters of the Universe. Well, we, <laughs> I love that movie also. I love I that movie because of the potential and also how bad yeah. it is. It's it's a great. It's got Courtney Cox and Tom Paris in it. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fucking Star Trek connections today. Yeah, man, that's right. I'm good. I'm good with that shit. Um, I don't know. Like, I, this is—it's not the worst Star Trek movie. No, it's not. It's not the worst Star Trek movie. I do fucking hate it, though. It's not like good, but it's—they were—they were ending the series, and it sucks that it didn't get a proper end. Like that yeah. really sucks. I feel like my opinion has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Like the movie itself is a bad movie but it's not god awful or anything the reason why I hate the movie is because this is the end of Star Trek yeah don't be mad at the movie though be mad at like be mad at lots of things like this is at this point in time movies were fucking failing because yeah, there was there was a bit of a movie going recession there there was a there was a writer's strike happening soon like everything about this time period and movies is not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even without that, even if it wasn't the final movie, it's like, I really, really don't like it. I really think it's a really bad movie. It's, <laughs> like I said, a story like structure you, has to... What is it? You you hate this movie more than Insurrection. Yes. That's weird. You're weird. You're a strange boy. 
I think this is a little bit better than Insurrection. I disagree. Honestly. Insurrection is boring, but there's not. I feel like this movie does something similar to a lot of other Star Trek stuff that happened after. Yeah, Next but Gen. I blame I. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you mean? I mean, a lot of stuff that happened like after Next Gen, or uh, there's points and it gets worse down the timeline where the core of what Star Trek is gets tossed out because it's more dramatic to do something that's right. not Star Trek at all. And I right, hate, that's like a, my biggest fucking pet peeve in any Star Trek. I know Trek you anything. you really hate that. And like I I also don't like that. I think I I think like what I'm most like coming from like a, a writing point of view and like a filmmaking point of view, I just hate that they just can't write a reason for that or write yeah. themselves out of that. I feel like, like that have that be the conflict of the movie that like what are we doing? Are we selling our souls? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I I complain sometimes about a few things in Deep Space 9 that go that way. Yeah. Even though I love Deep Space 9. I think yeah. that series is fucking amazing. And there's one episode that I will absolutely never complain about that does exactly that, and it is the uh fucking the Romulan episode where they like have to get the Romulans in the war. pale moonlight. That's yeah, my favorite Star Trek episode of all time. Yeah, I will never complain about it in the pale moonlight because that is the crux of the episode. Right. It's it's genius. It's br- everything about that episode is genius. Yeah, it absolutely him talking is. to the to the to the his log. You know, him narrating at the camera, like at the audience. It's mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. Like it's like a stage play almost. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's incredible. It's an incredible episode. And like like you said, it is it's all in the writing. It, whether yeah. throwing out the core of Star Trek is serviceable or not or is amazing like in the pale moonlight right. is all about how you write it. And there's right. a laziness to that to me. That's oh, like, it's, I don't, it's super lazy. I agree with that yeah. 100%. Like I don't know how to write a Star Trek story, so I'm going to write a generic ass story and just right. put it in Star Trek. Right, that's that's what they do now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually they... my big problem with the McKee in general. Yeah, is that yeah. is a generic ass story that they just put in Star Trek without any idea of how it fits into the universe at yeah, all. Yeah, and they sort of get rid of it. They're sort of like, oh, that that solves itself. <laughs> yeah, let's sweep that under the rug in a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah that goes away. <laughs> yeah, um, and this movie to me is like pretty heavily like I don't care about Star Trek. I want to make an action movie. And, so, like, maybe Brent yeah. Spiner was like, well, you got to put some Star Trek in it, right? Yeah, I feel like he was, like, really the heart of the, the writing. Like, yeah. I, obviously, he really loves Data. And, like, that's cool. Like, I'm cool if Brent Spiner wants to be Data for the rest of his life. Like, fuck it. What yeah. do I care? That's great. What's, be Data. What's he doing now, you know? Right, he's in the new in, uh, Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> As that guy who everyone thought was dead. He he falls behind the thing and there's a giant neck snapping sound. But yeah. he's perfectly fine. He's fine. He's in this movie though. He's okay. Uh, they found the cure for broken neck syndrome. They used alien technology. Figured it out. <laughs> Nemesis is that to me though, where they were just like, I have this idea for this like badass clone guy who's gonna fucking fuck yeah. up Picard's world with his leather outfit and his cool yeah. late nineties attitude. There's 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 a lot of things that become really tropey, shitty Star Trek things because of this movie. Yeah. That's for sure. 
You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that, but there is so much in the J.J. Abrams films that's stolen from this. They just rip it right out of this movie. And that might be why they suck so bad. It's fucking pathetic. It's like, it's so fucking pathetic. It's, look, I don't want to blow my load on this right away. Yeah, we're we're doing the next movie. I fucking feel bad for anyone who likes those movies, because, like, clearly you were brainwashed, or you're a simple child. Literally, like, this movie is way better than those movies, and this movie is not very good. Jesus, this man just says what he means. (laughs) This man just says what he means, and people respect him for it. Or not. Or Usually they people don't. hate his guts. They get mad at me. They're like, oh, that guy just said what he thought. Fuck him. Doesn't he live in a society where people keep their feelings inside and turn it into a mental illness? You know, if you like those movies, uh, who, who the fuck cares? Just We have a different <laughs> opinion than you, you know? It's we'll dumb. get to it. That's a whole... You probably shouldn't listen to the next few episodes. <laughs> I guess my final thought on this movie is, at least it's not the next one. Well, you got me there. <laughs> I have no counter-argument against that. And, like, that's fucking sad, though. Like, that's really sad. Yes, it is. Like, I don't know. This movie doesn't really have a... a uh, like, a tone. It doesn't really have a lot of things happening that good movies have. And that's something I pointed out earlier, is this movie is all over the place in terms of tone and pacing. Yeah, yeah pacing is... The pacing in this movie is weird. It's it just is weird. really out of whack. Like, there are parts of this movie that seem like a normal movie, and then suddenly it's a billion miles per hour, and then yeah. suddenly it's the longest, most boring scene you've ever seen. It's it's like they forgot how to Star Trek when they did this. They're yeah. like, well, how do we do this stuff? How do we write oh, a Star Trek story? <laughs> Jesus. You know what? Now that we've talked about Nemesis, which is obviously the best movie in Star Trek history. <laughs> obviously. If you've uh, just tuned in at this point in the in the podcast. Uh, let us answer some of your burning questions that you send Emails, in. emails, 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 emails. E-e-e-emails. Oh, you guys watching? You guys are going to read some emails? <laughs> I can't even do it. Is that Kermit the Frog? (laughs) Ah, shit, I turned into Kermit. (laughs) Our first email is from Sean Dupree. Oh, yeah, Sean Dupree. He said, hey, guys, big Jeff fan here. Cool. (laughs) I used to be a Josh fan, but then he made fun of my name so Josh can go to hell. Yes, I I only made fun of your name because it's stupid. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) You know what? I think your name's awesome. How about that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Shut up, Josh. I got a fan now. Good cop, bad cop, I these gotta, bitches. That's true. We're good and evil. It's us. That's right. Uh, this has bothered me for 20 years. When Picard wow. deduces that energy weapons are not very effective against the Borg, he goes to the holodeck and has them whip up a Tommy gun. The movie uh-huh. goes so far as to tell the audience that Picard has turned off the safety protocol. Uh-huh. But hold on, movie. The holodeck doesn't forge him live ammunition for his gun. It just makes no. bullets out of hard light, which means those bullets are still energy weapons. Well, the board um, would get hit with one of them and adapt to the frequency. This is usually when I get a face full of toilet. <laughs> well, holograms, holodecks are resequenced photons, so whatever that means. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. Um, uh, that but part he kills of the movie two is Borg, dumb, right? by the way. <laughs> That part of the movie, yeah, that part of the movie is definitely 
not the best no. part of that movie. I, I like that movie, but that, that part of the movie is really dumb. Yeah. I'm assuming that he kills, like, two Borg, and, like, they didn't have, a t- like, a chance to uh, yeah. do it yet. Like, yeah, that's, that's all right. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Another note, seeing how this is the last good Star Trek movie, I advise adding Galaxy Quest to your roster. Oh, that would be great. That would be. Maybe that's something for our other yeah, podcast. That's should. definitely on the list. We, I should write down the, the movies that we should watch. We really should. Uh, we should make a document or something. You guys will hear about what that's going to be soon. I think we already fucking talked about it once even. But yeah, I think we told them, sort of. Yeah. Thanks for sending us a nice email, Sean Dupree. Your name isn't dumb. I lied. I'm sorry. Wow, what a, what a dick. <laughs> our, ne- our next email is from Peter Helene, who says, uh-huh. Sup, y'all. Love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I remember Jeff saying in one of your earlier shows something along the lines of some folk listening to the pod because they love Star Trek, and everyone else is just listening because it has internet superstar Josh Henderson. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are... You're, I don't know what internet you're going to, but... <laughs> Well, Jeff, I am one of those shitty fucks that started listening for that reason. (laughs) Everything that sweet redhead touches turns into internet gold, and I find myself uh, relating to him a little too much. One day, I will become him. (laughs) Are we talking skin suit, or...? Are we gonna clone him? Are you gonna need to steal my blood? (laughs) Is this Shinzon? Shinzon! Nice try, (laughs) Shinzon! You almost got me! totally almost came close to stealing my blood seriously though i walked into this podcast knowing close to nothing about star trek and absolutely nothing about the movies but this show is piquing my interest and actually trying out one of them you should definitely watch it i i I am a firm believer that anyone can like star trek oh yeah i feel that way too like i think star trek for years decades even was like a labeled like like obviously like the nerd thing but i really think that like even, like, old Star Trek, like, you can get into. Everyone can watch it. Yeah, I mean, if you can't get into the original series, just don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> just don't speak to me, ever. Uh, Peter Helene is going to buy a Go Climb a Rock shirt, he says. <laughs> we should just make that shirt. I might, honestly. That'd be the easiest shirt in it's fucking so history It's so easy to, to do. Yeah. Uh, Why really are we in- doing that? I don't know. We have we to make shirts at some point. I know. That's one of them. Write it down. <laughs> right. Shirt it. Shirt it. I've really enjoyed Jeff's twangy narration of the movies and general <laughs> disgust in old Billy Shatner. <laughs> and I love William Shatner. And felt right at home listening, even as an outsider of the fandom. I sincerely appreciate it, as it has really helped me get through the rough parts of my commute to work. Oh, thank you for listening. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you're getting into it. You should you should give it a chance. That's all it takes. There's 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 a Star Trek for everyone, for sure. I I'm a firm believer in that. And I yeah. feel like once you get into one type of Star you Trek, you have to get into them all. You'll start tumbling down the rabbit hole. Yeah, cuz they're all really the same like different degrees of good but they're all the same really even when i talk about a series being shitty it still has good in it right i'll even watch voyager every now and then uh i haven't in a long while i just stopped where did you stop at where were you uh fuck i don't remember now it's been like three months (laughs) but uh peter continues (laughs) <laughs> Since that jock fucker from the first Contact episode stole my Star Wars versus Star Trek question, I'll ask you if you collect anything Star Trek related. If you do, what is your favorite thing you've collected? Got anything you take personal pride in? 
I have way more Star Wars stuff than Star Trek stuff. Are you fucking traitor! <laughs> I, there's not a lot of Star Trek stuff. I guess that's honestly. true. There's a lot of like cheap shit. Yeah, I have some toys. I've like I think I said that on the other one. I have Riker and Data. Uh, I have a Guinan toy somewhere. I have uh, a Starfleet security uniform from the original series. I have a tactical uniform. Do you? It doesn't fit anymore. Uh, I used when I played in a band. I wore it one uh, for a show. God, that must have just been burning hot. It was so fucking hot, dude. It was like I the was Deep like, Space Nine uniform. Right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is the, it was the gray, the gray shoulders yeah. one. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. We need to get you a TOS uniform. I, I would just take a shirt, honestly, yeah. a gold shirt. I'll take a gold shirt. I I just have the shirt. I don't. I just wear like black pants tucked into boots. Yeah. Do they make the tunic? Can I get a tunic? The green. Oh, like yeah, Catholic they do tunic. make that. It's I want that. Super expensive. I want that shit. Yeah. And just, I want to sit around with my beer belly hanging, out. <laughs> like Shatner himself would do. Fucking like our Lord and Savior. Shatner. Let me put my girdle on. <laughs> I actually have another TOS uniform coming because I bought, like, this really fucking... Jeff, you don't ever have to... I, I sense the, the shame in your voice. There's no shame here. Oh, I don't have any shame. Fuck <laughs> that. It's I bought, like, a really terrible Indonesian Star yeah. Trek uniform for yeah. cheap. And uh, the neck... The collar on the neck comes up to my chin. And I have a really long neck. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and the shoulders are, like, half as wide as they should be. Oh, they're made for some Indonesian child. It's like it's made for a square, I think. <laughs> but uh, as long as it doesn't have a rhombus collar like that, <laughs> like Insurrection Picard shirt does. It's so bad. Uh, so I ordered a, an actual good one, and I'm I'm waiting for it to get here. Yeah, uniforms are cool to buy. It, a good Star Trek uniform is so hard to find, though. Yeah, dude, like, I you might have, to have something, something make one for, for you. you. Wait, me? Yeah, I might have something for you and all of our listeners. Actually, I'll shill for somebody for this one. Fuck yeah, do it. There is a tailor. Like, she custom makes Star Trek uniforms. That's in, awesome. In velour. The original. Oh, man. Like, two, the two first Star Trek seasons of TOS, <laughs> they wear velour uniforms. That's why Zap Brannigan wears velour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, she takes all your measurements. And, like, you give her all oh, your measurements. That's awesome. And it's cheaper than, like, an Anovos uniform by far. Yeah, yeah. So, if the that's one cool. I get turns out, I will shill to everybody Fuck for that. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Um, uh, I'll ask another general question just in case my first one's shit. <laughs> How do you feel about the term Trekkie? Would you consider yourself one? As a wrestling fan, a lot of fans get labeled as Marks or Smarks. Smart right. Marks. Yeah. Within the petty, fucking dumb wrestling community. I've heard that. I've heard so, that. So obviously any generalization of a fan base can be considered a bad thing. Uh, how do you feel like identifying or becoming part of an avid fan base in general? Um, for Star Trek, I'm fine with it. I don't, like, Trekkie, I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I would consider myself that. I, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, la I don't like to label myself, no. but, like, if somebody called me that, I wouldn't care. I don't, like, I don't really label myself in any way. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like you get wrapped up in that shit and it can replace your actual personality. Yeah, which is what people do to get a personality. They yeah. replace it with that. <laughs> And, but there are people who go so far out of their way to not be called a Trekkie. Like, there's this dude who made a full-scale replica of the refit uh, Enterprise, original Enterprise. The A? 
it, it was just the refit from okay, motion yeah, picture. Yeah. Right, right, right. And uh, it's full size for filming. It's massive. Right. And it has, like, all the windows have little people in them and shit. That's awesome. And he's like, and it has all the lights and everything on it that work. And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't consider myself a Trekkie, but... Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you spent five fucking years making this thing. Yeah. If anyone is a Trekkie, it's you. What, so, like, I can't what, go that far in the other direction. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I don't, it doesn't, that's like, I think that's like an old sort of stigma, yeah. right? I don't think it applies anymore, honestly. Um, I feel like people take it way too far, though, where it's like, I'm a Trekkie. Yeah, thankfully, though, these new movies are fucking terrible and nobody really cares. I'm a gamer. It's worse with Star Wars, honestly, because now everyone likes Star Wars, and it's like, you're welcome. I'm a hentai fan. Because, like, everyone who liked Star Wars in the 90s had to, like, like it for you so it stayed alive. But you're welcome. Thanks for liking those (laughs) shitty movies for me, Josh. (laughs) I appreciate that. Hey, no problem. I'm like Jesus. I'm like Star Wars Jesus. He he suffered so that we wouldn't have to. That's right. <laughs> I just wanted to show some love to y'all. Keep up the good work, and please record another episode. I mean, Thank look at the you. length of this goddamn email. What the fuck am I writing here? The goddamn Bible? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He got real angry at the end there. <laughs> he probably broke his computer. Our next email is from Graham, who's actually a pal of mine. Hi, Graham. Who said, is everything better with the word space in front of it? Yeah, that's a, that's a thing we found out with continue early on. Just call something space anything. Space X, right? Yeah. Space weed, space whatever. Yeah, if you put space in front of it, it's better. It's more future. It's future times. Yeah. It's the future. <laughs> that was the whole email. Our next email <laughs> All right. is from OK Harvey. Ooh, a He's, rhyming name. Rhymes are good. <laughs> Ooh, how rhyming. Oh my God, John Larkett's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had never seen the TNG movies before and watched them along with you guys. Awesome. Uh, a shot that was really strange to me in general was when Data pushed Crusher off the boat inside the holodeck. It went slow motion and dramatic as she fell like she was about to die or something. <laughs> and having, having never seen it, I thought shit was about to go down. <laughs> I'm still not sure what that sequence was about, but it got me wondering, can you drown on a holodeck? Uh, yeah, I would imagine. Mm, there are safeties in place, they always say, but how could it stop once you were drowning? Yeah, I, w- I mean, you could, well, it's like that old saying, like, you can drown in, like, two inches of water, right? Like, people don't drown in two inches of water, but, but you, you can. can. I don't know, I feel like uh, the way the holodeck would work is, like, if it sensed that you were drowning, oh. it would put, like, a th- bubble of air around your head? Yeah, like, it probably it probably knows what your life signs are, right? It probably yeah. sc- is scanning your life signs, and it would know. Yeah, that's So with, good. like, that's... the safeties in place, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'm with that. I'm on board with that. But if, like, if Picard would have, like, fell over in the punch bowl in first contact, right. when he turned the safeties off, he would have drowned in it. He would have died. <laughs> Which would have been crazy. <laughs> that would have been a real fucked up ending to Picard's story, but... That's how the real Kelvin universe starts. <laughs> Picard drowned in a punch bowl. Uh, which also makes me wonder if you could survive on holodeck food. I mean, the water is clearly something. She's we talked about this, I think, didn't we? And they drink booze. Yeah, I think it makes, like, it just replicates real food. Yeah, probably. Like, it it's probably just a does. big replicator, right? It's also, it's a holodeck, but it's also a replicator. Yeah, I mean. And it, it just makes drink and food for you to eat. 
That would make a whole lot more sense than they're just sitting around drinking and eating, like, force fields. Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. You'd have to drink and eat something. Yeah. It's like a recreation center is its purpose. Right. So, of course, it's going to give you real food. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for the podcast, guys. It got me watch all the stuff I'd never seen, like Deep Space Nine. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Way that makes me go, feel good. dude. That's Sweet. awesome. <laughs> um, our next email is from Johnson Carpenter. That oh. is a fake-ass name. His name is Jack Carpenter, and he has written in in almost every episode. That is a fake name. <laughs> Bros, how you doing? Hi. Uh, oh, we didn't answer the correct way, so this sounds weird, but awesome. Sounds cool. <laughs> Anyways, That's what you do when you shoot when you write yourself into a corner in yeah. an email. <laughs> Should have been more open and accepting of people's responses. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to talk about music. Do you like it? No, but seriously, I was wondering if any of the themes stood out to you. I think the TNG and Deep Space Nine themes are my favorite. And although well, 2009 is a shit movie, the soundtrack isn't bad. I hate the soundtrack to 2009. I'm not a big fan of it either. And it's, also, I don't like Deep Space Nine's theme very it's much. It's not good, yeah. Uh, well, they use they use the TNG theme at the end of 6. Right? Yeah. When they're playing the credits and, they, and they're saying that where no one, where no man, or no one has gone before, it, yeah. it plays. So they knew already, like... You know, that that was good. The TNG theme is fucking amazing. It's incredible. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Deep Space... I didn't like Deep Space Nine at all, and I don't really even give a shit about Voyagers. It's just there. Yeah. Deep Space Nine and Voyager themes are, like, they were trying to make a Star Trek-like theme. Yeah, they're like (laughs) knockoff TNG themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just there. They're whatever. Yeah. I think the best theme is Enterprise. You know, he says immediately after that. Also, in regards to the Enterprise theme, I just imagine Rick Berman going to a Brian Adams concert or something and being like, we gotta put some of that in Star Trek! Uh, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> hey, how'd you know? Thanks for stopping by, Rick Berman. I'm going back to my car now, where I live. <laughs> that's where he fucking should live. <laughs> I find that music in Star Trek as a whole isn't by any means groundbreaking, but I definitely catch myself whistling to the themes on the red. Yeah, it's 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 perfect though because like you figure in the future, it's like it's almost like the national anthem of the Federation, right? Yeah, like, that's kind of how it does how I think. have one. According it to does Deep Space have, Nine, right? And they they sing like the last two bars of it, <laughs> and you're like, that's the shittiest national anthem. It's really bad. It's really bad. That's the the fucking entire Federation's anthem, too. (laughs) Like, everyone has to stand up for that at the baseball games that they don't play anymore. Fucking, they got Francis Key or whatever. Fucking, they (laughs) dug his bones up and he made that theme. Oh, they cloned him. They shinzoned him. Oh, no. That's fucking forever now. Anytime somebody is a clone, he's a Shinzon. He's Shinzon. He's Solid Snake. You called it, man. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking... That's, that's liquid. That's exactly what it is. As usual, keep up the good work, guys. And let's be honest, I'll probably send you another one of these next time. So talk to you soon, Jack Good. Carpenter. Keep sending it to us. Thank you. Yeah, we love your emails. Yeah. Oh, my God. We have an actual email from Graham. Oh, my God. He, he sent it like two days after he sent the last one. Well, that was fast. <laughs> if you had the chance to write another TNG movie, what would it be about? And I included oh this because God. of what you said earlier. Oh, what did I say earlier? You said that you were super sad that they didn't make another TNG movie 
after yeah, the well, they one. need to finish this, right? Yeah. Um, so, data needs to come become data again. I don't know, like what no I would love. Write a movie for me right now, right now. You have no. no <laughs> oh, okay, time. Yeah, write just, just write a movie for you. I don't know. I would. I would write if I was writing something. I would write something without a big spaceship in it. Mm, um, this sounds dumb. <laughs> I would write something. <laughs> That had a little bit more to do with the Federation and the races of the Federation. Yeah, it'd be you cool know? to have, like, a Star Trek thing that had more than, like, one alien in it. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I, I would... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's a really huge question. Like, that usually people pay question. me lots of money to write things for them, so... <laughs> Let's be honest here, Josh. Lots of money. I got paid lots of money sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> to write things. It's happened. It's happened. It hasn't happened to me, so I can't <laughs> say anything. Um, uh, I wouldn't make a TNG movie now. I've had yeah. people talk to me about that. We're like, oh, they're still all around. You could still make a movie. but It wouldn't like, work now. It'd have to be like Star Trek The Retiring Generation. You'd have to have... Um, you'd have to Star Wars it, right? You'd have to have yeah. a new... Like a, a new commander or something, which would actually work perfectly. Yeah, if you had, like, a new crew of the Enterprise yeah. or whatever, and, like, do it like fucking the beginning of Generations, where the old yeah. crew comes back to christen the new Enterprise. Right. right. And have, like, some sort of crazy cockamamie story happen. Well, it'd have something. to be Data as the captain, though. Yeah. that's canon now. That's <laughs> fucking canon, baby. But you could have a... I would love to... I would... I don't know. I would love a, a Star, Star Trek about, like... Like a uh, female commander, I've always been interested in. Like, like when remember when Shelby Commander Shelby shows yeah. up? Like that's a cool character. And everybody know? like everybody shit on Riker because he was a misogynist. Yeah, yeah. Except, <laughs> except he didn't like her because she was fucking him, but as a she, lady. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. He hates everyone that's like him. That's yeah, a very she, yep. established canon thing about him. It's self, it's self hating, man. Yeah. Everyone hates themselves, right? Like, there's a dude in Lower Decks who's basically young Riker, He's and Riker him. fucking hates him. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, I have no real answer for that. I'm sorry. It's too big. That's too yeah. big. I mean, I could think of some things, but... Uh, if you guys not, give us money, we might. Yeah, they're not, they're not well-thought-out thoughts. Dude, that might be a cool thing. I'll talk to you about it later. Um, <laughs> our next email is from Ada B., Oh, nice name. Which is obviously not a real name. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> a, get it? A to B? A to B? I got it. Yeah. Hi, Jeff and Josh. My name is A to B. Fucking doubt it. I started watching M-Class Podcast about a month ago when I saw the Generations episode on my friend's art stream. Sweet. Wow. Fucking That's people, cool. people shilling for us. It's great. Nice, nice. Uh, I went back and watched them all, and I enjoyed every one of them. I just finished the Insurrection episode, and I was wondering, have either of you checked out the late Michelle Pillar's book, Fade In? It mm -hmm. outlines how Insurrection was developed. It started as a story in the vein of Heart of Darkness, where Picard has to go in to stop an old friend who's gone native, as it were. Right. And he's living on a fountain of youth planet and attacking Romulans. Apparently, it was supposed to be lighthearted, though? <laughs> yeah, it sounds lighthearted. <laughs> nothing, nothing is more lighthearted than Heart of Darkness. <laughs> I think of lighthearted. I think heart of darkness for uh, sure. You could probably see where the script problems came from right off the bat. <laughs> uh, the book remained unpublished for a long time because Paramount didn't like what it had to say. But the manuscript has been circulating the net for years. 
Oh, I'd love to read it. Yeah, it finally became available for purchase last year. I've read some of it, and I think it gives a great deal of insight about all the executive meddling that went on behind the scenes. I would yeah, suggest you, can you definitely take it tell. Yeah. Uh, that's all for now. Keep up the good work, and I can't wait to see slash hear how you guys tear Nemesis a new wormhole. <laughs> Space I would love to read that. I would. That's that's. I mean, these movies are are. That's what killed these movies, honestly. Oh, yeah. I said Michelle Pillar. It's Michael. Pillar. I know. I know what you meant. I'm you a mean. fucking fool. That's fine. <laughs> I am a fool. Thanks for writing in, A to B. That's a great email. Thank you. Uh, our next email is from Garrett Michaud. Oh, nice. Who uh, titled the email Trek Boys? <laughs> Trek Boys. <laughs> Oh, we got some Trek Boys! I, I'd rather be called Trek Boys than Trekkie, though. Can we yeah, change Trekkie to yeah. Trek Boys now? We're now Trek Boys, even we girls. Make, <laughs> yeah, we should make a Trek Boys and Trek Girls shirt. Trek Boys! Trek Girls! Uh, hey guys, love the podcast. Been Thank a big you. fan of Josh and the guys since early continue days. Oh boy. <laughs> I, f- I finally remember the first time I saw the last battle episode and laughing so hard I had to pause the video. Nice. Smart guys turned out really well also. Was very happy with my purchase. Thank you for buying it. Uh, Jeff has also done cool things, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't be so sure about that, Garrett. Jeff's like a far more functioning human being than I am. That's very debatable, sir. Uh, But really, this uh, this is such a great duo and great content. Thank you. My last, Yeah, thanks so much. I love us. Uh, I also love us. That's why I am us, you know what I mean? <laughs> if I had a choice, I would be us. Definitely. If I could re-up, I'd go back as us. <laughs> uh, my last favorite podcast duo didn't go so well. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Rip, pour some out on the curb, hashtag buffcat forever, hashtag inside job. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> As for the Star Trek movies, one thing I've always heard about Nemesis would be that if Picard died at the end to save Data, the right. film might have been salvaged. I disagree with that. I, I think it's fine. Like, honestly, like, I the one thing I think that saves this movie for me is that it doesn't end happy at all. Like, yeah. Which is crazy, right? That's, like, that's the end of Star Trek, and it's fucking depressing. It's sad as fuck. I mean, it was going to be depressing anyway, but it could have been, like, a hopeful depressing. Yeah. Uh, Picard sacrificing his life for an AI, albeit an advanced one to the level that Data was at, would have been the ultimate and final move of a true member of the Federation. Yeah, it would have been ironic, too, because he was a Borg at one point. True. Picard would have died with his boots on, as the saying goes, uh, right. saving his adopted son. What? Yeah. Yeah, eh, sort of. Sort of. And sacrificing everything to preserve life. Data being the audience insert makes his death all the more jarring and discordant since we as the audience have so long been experiencing with him. Right. Picard dying point. to save Data would have ended his legacy as a martyr for the high ideals of the Federation and of himself. That's true. Man, you're swinging me towards this, Garrett. And then Shinzon could have been Picard. No, Shinzon <laughs> can fucking die too. Or like, maybe Data's Picard? <laughs> yeah, Data's Picard now. <laughs> Yeah, the, I, I don't disagree with that. That's all right. That's not bad. You can go either way with that. Yeah. Uh, would you guys have changed the ending in any way to improve it? I would have made a second movie. 
<laughs> I would have made this movie not bad. I would have done things to make this movie better. Uh, the ending, I think, is okay. The um, ending isn't the terrible part or anything. It's yeah. like a character sacrifices themselves to save another. That's never going to be like ridiculous. Right, that's... That's a human, like, human story that we yeah. all have been telling forever. Like, that'll never go out of style. Um, out of universe, I think Brent Spiner wanted to stop playing Data, but I think in universe, this caused the ending to make fans angry and be disappointed. I don't think he wanted to stop playing Data, honestly. Uh, he talks about that all the time, though, that he felt like he was getting too old to play Data. Yeah. Well, I mean... Just make, write it so Data's old now. <laughs> Data's supposed to age. They talk about that in the show. Yeah, and he like makes his hair gray, right? Yeah. At the end of the show. <laughs> uh, sorry for the long email. Can't wait to listen to the episode. Thank Garrett. you. Now, thanks Great for the email. email. Thank you. Uh, let's do one more. We actually more. got 16 emails this time. Well, we have some for next episode, and I'm sure next episode will be very short, and we'll have time to read all of them. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Our next email is from John Ritter. (laughs) What the fuck? The ghost of John Ritter? I'm so scared. What the fuck? Hey, my pal John Ritter. Oh, shit. We're friends. John Ritter? Uh, Hey, guys. Me and the seven other people who are listening to your podcast are loving it. (laughs) Nice. Keep up the good work. If you were tasked with creating a crew from any of the series, who would be on it? No John Larroquette allowed. Thanks, John Ritter. Like, like, (laughs) thanks, thanks, John Ritter. P.S. Is there any way us plebes can support you guys? Uh, that's coming. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming. coming. Uh, Yeah, I'm jizzing. I mean, that's coming. (laughs) I'm coming. And, uh,. Actually, I think we set up a donation thing. Oh, we did? Oh, okay. Or we were gonna? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I uh, just show up. <laughs> if you if you go to our Twitter and there's a link for donating, uh, do that. that. That'll be a thing you can do. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, there's gonna be a website at some point. Maybe it'll be on there. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, the, you pick... A crew of people, right? From all the crews. From all the crews. There was a thing about this at some, uh, at some like Star Trek event, right? Okay. Uh, Star Trek. I'm fucking googling. It's fine. <laughs> Choices. Oh no! <laughs> I can't find it. Anyway, um, the <laughs> idea was that you would choose like. A crew of six, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, six people from all the series. Any okay. se- anybody you want to be your main crew. Um, can I pick six uh, Kiras? <laughs> <laughs> you're not on this crew. Oh, I'm not on no, it. No, you're not on it. You're just oh. making a TV series, let's Well, can say. I pick six Kiras to come over to my house? I mean, in your brain, you can do whatever you want. I would, I would pleasure her and get throat cancer all night long. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that's that's what's called a comedy callback, folks. <laughs> callback, nice callback. So, so how callbacky? <laughs> so, you to, so you're picking a captain too, right? Yeah. So you're picking like captain, first oh, officer, Jesus. like uh, security, fucking whatever, whatever positions you want. Right. Six. That's tough. 
That is tough. I think picking the captain is really the toughest part. The captain is me. <laughs> yeah, the captain's m- me and six Kiras. No, That's what me. I'm going with. The captain is me. Yo, I'm going to shins on Kira and just get sex with her. <laughs> Dude. That's what they I'm all still do. look like Tom Hardy. Can I just pick Deep Space Nine? I'm just pick all of them. All of them, really? Yeah, I don't know. They're so like lovable together. Like That's they true. like they like love each other on that show. That's true. I mean, like honestly, the best crew to me is just the fucking TNG crew. Yeah, I love all those guys. I don't know if I don't know if any one of them works separate of the other parts. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's true. I mean. Uh... I feel that way about the TOS crew as well. Like I don't I, really like the TOS crew as much as you do. I love them. I feel I like, like they don't get enough. They don't get enough time to shine. For they the don't. Part. That's well. In the show, they do not. No. In the movies, some of them don't anyway. Like yeah. Sulu doesn't really. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. I'm flying a Huey. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I smoked a pack of. Malt, palm malls before palm I got on here. My favorite type of cigarette is a palm mall. I never act without smoking. I wonder if he did smoke. Anyway, I don't think he did. Uh, uh, this Spock did. He got pleurisy. Oh, that's what killed him. Oh. Also, he was ninety fucking two years old. You know what? Eventually, something kills you. Right. <laughs> People were like, "Oh no, Spock!" It's like that motherfucker was ninety-two. <laughs> He lived almost as long as the actual fucking Spock. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. Six Captain Kirks. Yeah. I, oh, man. Like, I don't, I don't think... I don't know. I don't you think have an answer I would, to single one of these with a real answer. I don't think answer. I would pick Riker. Like, I wouldn't pick Riker. I would pick Kira as my first officer. Even though she's not technically Starfleet. She's a, no, she's not. She's also, like, fucking was terrible to begin with. Yeah, but she gets real good, though. She does. Not as a character. I mean, she was a terrible first officer. She gets... Well, she's, like, she's like Bajor. She's, like, fucked up, right? Like, they're yeah. all fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I wouldn't pick Riker just because I wouldn't want him to be around when women are around. Yeah, I don't want I would have bad. no chance with right. him. Right. He's going to fucking beard hump all of them. <laughs> no doubt. And they're going to love it. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, get throat cancer. <laughs> and he's like, we've cured that. If uh, if anyone listening to this podcast has throat cancer. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Good going with the ladies, though. <laughs> <laughs> or the fellas. Whatever. whatever. Well, fellas don't have. I think the idea is that. I th- uh, you don't get throat cancer if you go down on fellas. So Yeah, because they don't have the, the HPV or whatever the fuck. There you go, folks. Whatever, whatever the 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 fucking they vaccinate for it now. Suck, sucking a dick will be much healthier than going down on a lady. I'm still going down. Sorry. Yeah, you know what? It's worth it. It's like a goddamn. It's it's like a tropical paradise down there. <laughs> you know, I it's don't like think I've ever heard anybody describe it that way. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm. It's like I'm one of the Baku. You're on the Baku planet. <laughs> a perfect moment. <laughs> Jesus Christ on a cracker. This, this episode is crazy. <laughs> um, is that it? You know, we didn't answer that one. We didn't actually answer that one. That one's so, really hard. I so don't know. I'm going to do one more. This is going to be a very long episode. That's fine. And uh, this email is from Sean. That's a fake name. That's, Sean's not a real person's is name. Is it Sean like my Sean? Is I don't think it's your is? Sean. It's just a Sean. 
How do you spell it? It's spelled like you're Sean. It, it's him. <laughs> it's there's only one on the well, planet. If you read it, I, I could probably tell if it's him. Fellas, hello. It might be him. Regarding the past podcast, the insurrection one, we have similar opinions regarding beards and power. <laughs> Literally, as Jeff was making the connection between himself and Samson, mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. I'm pretty sure that's factual, Josh. <laughs> have you introduced Jeff to the uh, one company's beard oil? You're still if you're still rocking that. I still have some. I don't use it though. Uh, I don't really use beard oil. I'm, I have a wild, untamed man beard. It smells so good, but um, uh, summertime happened and it melted the top of it. Ooh, because it's like one of those dabber things, you know. Yeah. So it got gross. If not, don't bother giving them free advertisement then. But if so, hey, maybe some kind of sponsorship? No, I don't think they like me anymore. As a thought, <laughs> pretty sure Josh's Star Trek Online username is the same as his OkCupid name, Josh Manderson. <laughs> There's probably a 69 in there somewhere. <laughs> yep. Really, this email is more or less pointless and just kind of an audio ass pat to the two of you. So good game, <laughs> good work. So keep good up work the good finding work. My audio, my my OK Cupid, which I haven't ever used ever. <laughs> I think I started it in like 2012, and like Mike and I used it as like a joke, and then that was it. So if you ladies are looking for Josh, don't. I, I continue I, to enjoy both of you taking. I don't it. have it anymore. I I don't uh, even know how you remembered that. It hasn't been around for like four years. This might be your Sean. It might be. Uh, so keep up the good work. I continue to enjoy both of you talking up the good points and ripping to shreds the garbage parts. Because boy, how are we going down that rabbit hole? Yeah, we're going to hit it hard. Next next episode is going to be... People are going to need to go to therapy after next episode. We're going to need sure. to go to therapy after the next episode. And that's episode. not even the worst one. Like The next one's bad, but the one after that is a fucking shit show, man. Uh, P.S. When is the Make It Shirt shirt happening? I'd buy it. I'm pretty sure the quote is shirt it. Shirt it. Yeah, it's shirt it. <laughs> well, what kind of M-Class podcast fan are you? Yeah, Sean. Fucking, that's not even a real name. Go climb a rock. Go fuck, yeah, go climb a rock. <laughs> You're like, is that shirt yelling at us? <laughs> Why is your shirt yelling at me? You know what? I think we've we've been through a lot together on the same class podcast. We've laughed, we've cried. We cried. Uh, you none of you sent money though. So <laughs> well, we don't have any way to get it from Just them. Send in the mail, Jesus. <laughs> send it in the mail. We don't know your address. <laughs> At least one of them does. She sent me a comic book. Thank you, oh. Rachel. Well, there you go. Uh, you don't have to send money. I'm just doing a joke. Was that the, the comic book with uh with Picard yeah, with the buff guns? ass Picard? Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking badass, dude. Um, you know what? If you'd like your email read on the air, we already have a ton of them, but we'll I'll actually read them ahead of time this time and pick and choose. We can never have too many emails. That's for uh, sure. So you can send in your emails to mclassemail at gmail dot com, or you can follow us on Twitter. At M Class Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Live long and send money. <laughs> Shirt it. Shirt it.